right now. So yeah. Fuck, <laughs> motherfucker, you're an asshole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fine, dude, I'll just hold it. Whatever. <laughs> I'm What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 133. Am I correct on that? Yes. I, I don't yep, remember. 133. Okay, 133. Yes. I'm, I'm your host, Anthony Traffany. And as always, I got a couple of resident homies with me. I got Casey Howard and Joel Horner with me. What up, y'all? Hello. Yep, yep. Tonight, we're joined by Charles Elliott of Abysmal Dawn. What's going on, Charles? What's up, man? Uh, yo, first and foremost, thanks for fucking spelling my last name right. You know, you don't know how fucking hard that is for people. I don't know why. Is really? it the two T's? Yeah, the two T's thing. Like, oh, okay, I, okay. there's okay, there's okay. a fucking Charles Elliott out there with fucking one T. That's fucking, <laughs> fucking one T. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hogging a, all the fucking glory. Definitely a common thing. sounding name, dude. Charles <laughs> Elliott. <laughs> you know pretty regal sounding i wonder how many how many thousands yeah. of you guys are currently living on the planet living uh, in pennsylvania in pennsylvania I <laughs> yeah i don't know but yeah uh, thanks for having well, me dude, yeah dude thanks for hanging with us tonight dude for sure yeah yeah i wanted to dude i want to do this i've been seeing you guys do this for a while i'm like what if they ask me i'm from california yeah. <laughs> we had you booked we had yeah. you booked a couple yeah. times, and yeah, yeah. Then there was one you had like to. You're doing a tour, like Origin or something, and you had to like, you guys had to rehearse or something. You couldn't make it or something, I think, or something like. That. Did you guys uh, do dude, I mean, I don't want to bum everyone out, but uh, I I remember like the, the only time I remember being booked was I think when Trevor passed away. Like, uh, exactly. Uh, like, oh that, yeah. And that and then we canceled after that so yeah that was that week dude. Yeah, that, that was the crazy. week we had to reschedule yep yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll have that post up on the instagram yeah man that yeah. was a rough one dude yeah so yeah yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't even know like even doing an episode that week i still i, I cried like a little bitch in the beginning of that episode yeah yeah we were all so emotionally oh, like struck yeah. by it dude it was so fresh at that time you know yeah yeah. yeah dude that was yeah that was crazy yeah so i'm happy to finally you know yeah. be, on, on, be on the show with you guys so yeah. cool dude thanks bro. we have history playing shows with you you guys back in the day yeah and man yeah, yeah. dude yeah. and i, I want to get all into that for sure let's do it factory and shit like yeah. that yeah oh, dude, yeah dude. yeah r.i.p dude yeah i was just thinking about the knitting factory today dude i was like is it gone dude, Oh I yeah, thought, I thought they closed it down. Yeah, the, there's another one in LA. There's one. Oh yeah, yeah. You know I, what, I, ha- I haven't been to the new one that? yet. Oh, you didn't go to that? Yeah, that's this yeah. big show. Was there actually? Well, I just think the yeah. reason why I think about Knitting Factory so much is because we've played two different rooms there. We played the main room and then we played the front room. Yeah, the, yeah. And sure. actually, yeah. I, honestly, playing the front room with Deeds, that I think the energy that night was a little more you know and maximum. Odious, right? yeah, yeah yeah with yeah. odious i 
pretty sure it was at that show. Was it like 2006 or something like that? Yeah, yeah. you guys yeah. opened it. Yeah, you guys opened it. Yeah, okay, all right. What the fuck? I don't fucking remember, man. Like, because I remember seeing Deeds of Flesh at, in the same room. Like, I don't think we played though. I think there was another time that we, we I was just a spectator. Uh, okay. Uh, but our, the bloodletting that we were on that came through the main room down there. Okay. But yeah. then there was also like a, a few dates uh, off that just not it, it, it didn't have anything to do with that tour. I, I think it was previous of that tour. No, I specifically remember that abysmal dawn odious deeds. Yeah, that was yeah, that was uh, I remember like Joe Lester was there from Internaut and a bunch of our like friends were there and shit from yeah. LA and stuff. And that's where we first met uh, Obi from Inherit Disease. Yeah, Joe, pretty Joe sure. used to, did Joe play in uh. Odious Mortem for a little bit or something like that. Kind of, right? Didn't you like jam for a little bit, Casey? Uh, Joe Lester, right? Joe Lester. Oh, because he, he lived was... in Santa Cruz. I remember. That's right. And, yeah. and he was trying out for Abysmal Dawn, and I think I remember him like complaining about a risk and like saying like he he was he played like with Odious or something like that, and that was fucking a, a bitch too. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, he's like I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Enough I, to do he but I mean, what he does with Instronaut is just fucking. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, he's next he gets, level. He's got a lot more space to fuck around too, and that yeah. you know. But uh, uh, the bass like shines like in that in that type of music, you know. But uh, oh yeah, he takes yeah, over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We but like we basically he was going to be the first bassist of Odious, and then we like soon after like he got busy when we, we met Joel, and basically we thought Joel was cuter. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rightfully so. He had a healthy banana regimen yeah. and all that stuff. Dude. <laughs> just, just goal was the fit, you know. We're like, I could have a relationship with this guy musically. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes, you know. Sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah. I actually yeah. found out about him jamming with Odious backstage of that show. I remember that's when he told me that. And he's all, I used to yeah. jam with these guys. I was like, holy shit, you jam with? Yeah, because he went to UC Santa Cruz, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All the stratosphere folks and stuff like that oh thanks get what's cool is that like we know (laughs) dudes like joe and he's they've been on the show what's what kind of is a weird thing to me is like having a joe on the show and um the and i'm 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 not saying this because obviously lester is an amazing musician but for some reason our demographic the, the 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 audience of this show there's these certain types of one-off episodes that we'll do every now and then that really are more for us as hosts because we we enjoy so many different styles of music and know people from other realms besides death metal that we want to bring them into this realm and say hey like this these are guys that we also respect but for some reason like our audience doesn't really like click as much with those types of musicians if you look at the numbers quotation you know but i'm just like yo all you guys should be watching this joe lester episode dude every single one of you people that know about this show should be watching and learning about this guy because he's just as important as anybody else that has been on this show you know yeah joe's sick man that's my little soapbox thing about what's going on with this show yeah Joe He's got a sick name too, Joe Joe Lester, right? Oh, yeah. no, one letter off. <laughs> Joe the Mo- yeah. God. It's funny. I never, he he lived with me for like a little bit, and uh, I, it was funny that um, I don't know. 
I used to know someone in in high school by Joe Lester too. They fuck with him same way. He was in, in my first uh, band I played in. This band in Human Visions. Damn. He played keyboards. So, and I think he met him too. I think he might have gone to UC Santa Cruz and like they they knew each other. What somehow. the fuck? Yeah, it was just two Joe Lesters. Dude, if, if, <laughs> I mean. Man, if you're a parent, you got to think that shit through a little bit. Like, if, you're, if your really? last name's Lester, let's not let's not rhyme it with Mo. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. there should be no O in the first name. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, but he, he embraced it. It's like sure. it's like a it's like a boy named Sue. He like embraced it and became like one of the most badass bass players on the planet. It's so. like Anthony Lester. It makes sense. <laughs> Anthony Lester. <laughs> That'd be harder to fuck with. See? That'd be a good one. Or Charles Lester would work too. Charles Lester. Lester. Charles Lester. Yeah. Joel Lester. Now I'm just picturing molesting myself. As, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great way to start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's actually get into right. some well, plugs real quick, dude, since we haven't even done them yet. Oh, look, what's yeah, already like, hey, dude, <laughs> oh, yeah, battle yeah. Out. I drank some this morning. It was great. I was talking to you. Mike. Drank oh, some. yeah, I got my box. Mike yeah. said he's making the, like a drummer's batch. I don't know if that means more caffeine or what, what? that means. Yeah, a drummer's batch yeah. sounds legit, but yeah, I'm, I'm rocking the new Fuck Battle yeah, Forge dude. swag oh, right yeah, now. Dude. Oh, damn. Is there a shirt in that box? I haven't opened it yet. Fuck. Yeah, you I got open one. that shit. I suspect it was. What are you talking about, dude? You're not already drinking the coffee right now as soon as it showed up. I'm still. You know, it's actually brought. I put it it's in my car. So it's gonna... He's a little baby bitch. She doesn't want coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want eleven eight percent white claws. But no, I mean, as far as like uh like the coffee, like I need to get a fucking new coffee maker. So I'm just kind of like in the box feels like fresher to me right now. I'm just like before I get it, I just want it to be like sealed as fuck. And you then, guys have yeah. a coffee maker because when I'm usually there, you don't. Have... Honestly, dude. No, no, we, I... we have a French press, but uh, no grind. Uh, the grinder's fucked up. Yeah, fuck your, yeah, fuck it. the grind. If the grind, okay, here's website me. I'm gonna I'm gonna nerd out just a little bit on coffee. If you don't have the right grinder, don't even fuck with French press. Honestly, really. If you cannot get a a, a even coarse grind on your coffee, Jesus. don't do French press. Interesting. You're over extracting your coffee and you're burning it. I fucking because... hate this. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Just shut up and listen to me talk while I'm saying this. But really, it it's is. It's going to give me the, diarrhea. The smaller the, smaller the uh, little pebbles that you make, the faster it's going to extract mm. it under the, the, the boiling water that you put in the French press. So you want a coarse grind, and you need a, a real grinder that can give you a true coarse grind because they'll give you, you know, this is it's so crazy because it's like chemistry basically where if you grind your beans and they're uneven sizes they will extract at different times you're not going to get the same cup of coffee you're going to get burnt version burnt little pieces as well as the unfully extracted pieces that are in this various sized form of grind that you make if you get a good grinder you can coarse grind it and throw that shit in the french press and you'll have an actually good cup of coffee anybody who's out there that's using the fucking spice grinders and then throwing it in your french press and then being like i'm a fucking coffee person no you're not you're fucking ruining your coffee shut up and get back to square one I love was, coffee. Uh, oh wow that, that was a that, message from anthony trapani about <laughs> coffee. 
<laughs> like, I'm in trouble right now. I didn't realize copy hats <laughs> over here. But... I'm just saying, I am, <laughs> I, I am, I'm actually pretty, uh, my goodness. Pretty, Emotional about my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I tell. I've never seen before. <laughs> right, wait, hold on. Actually, for, for now, your... now I'm interested. Are you talking about like espresso? All right, so let me calm down, dude. I got to take four breaths. <laughs> it's like when Beavis goes all crazy about something. He's like, I don't know, like... <laughs> I'm like almost ready to fight somebody over their coffee right now. I, if, if somebody did that, what I just said to not do, I probably would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Just but. let people do their own thing, man. You know, let people fuck up their coffee. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, people fuck yeah. I guess I, in reality, no, you're actually totally right because there's also the philosophy of a bad cup of coffee is better than no cup of coffee. Hmm. Yeah. You get your caffeine no matter what. It's just not going to taste as good. Bellforcecoffee.com. <laughs> Why don't you clip that one out and put it out on the internet for a fucking commercial? Um, all right. Now with us, dude, uh, CaliDeathPodcast.BigCartel.com. Oh, oops, sorry. That's uh, that's all good. And <laughs> cynic, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna get that in a second. We are, yeah. Definitely <laughs> wanna, I'm I'm excited to plug that one for sure, dude. Um, buy a shirt from us if at that place if you want to support the show. Got a couple different designs. Um, CaliDeathPodcast.BigCartel.com. Boom. There's the two designs right there. If you're watching this, um worked with uh triple sace designs on that full color design that you're seeing so really sick dudes over there love you guys and uh thank you for that sick design um now let's do the that that <laughs> plug right there boom Which one? I, 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 skip ads yeah i know right exactly yeah where's the <laughs> all right i so we're gonna plug this oh, whole tour oh, just for them because they're <laughs> yeah. They're friends, and 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 we're super stoked to be at these shows. But we're, we're going to plug this shows this date specifically because it's very special to us. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're watching this, the opener of the San Diego June Fourteenth, Two Thousand Twenty Three, Cynic and Atheist Tour um, at Brick by Brick. The opener is our longtime brother, uh, original guitar player of Odious Mortem. His new or not new he's been doing this forever but his um um alias warbreaker where he he cuts up weird fucking jungle records and drum and bass shit does all this kind of weird ambient shit like i i shouldn't even be explaining what it is because i have no idea what he has planned for this specific yeah, show be super experimental crazy dark rad shit yeah and that's yeah, that's skin our friend from Odie smartum and yeah warbreaker i i fully trust uh david with what he's going to do with the show and i think it's going to be um a, a f- breath of fresh air for what people would be going you know people who are going to see cynic and atheist and then have an opener like warbreaker i think that uh in my personal opinion i would be very excited for something like that to happen you know well, paul wanted him to do that and so that was right. kind of transpired and he was kind of unsure he's like no i don't know yeah he wasn't really he was like i don't know if they're gonna be into it he like wouldn't take no for an answer so like he was just like (laughs) no i want you to do this and so it's gonna be crazy and david's putting together a special set for it like it's like it's gonna be super crazy and like dark and noisy and fucking experimental and rad and then also gonna have that kind of drum and bass element there's some of that stuff in cynic actually like kind of on the newer stuff yeah totally so anyways it was it was just kind of a cool idea they just wanted something different and uh, it's going to be rad so i'm excited for it so if you're uh in socal area 
June 14th. Yep, get out and brick by brick. We'll all be there, man. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna really, really try and make it to the Santa Cruz uh, date. That's a Sunday. Yeah, please, please do because I know it's a it's a Father's Day too. But the thing is, uh, <laughs> oh, that's Father's yeah. Day. Yeah, I, I know. I kind of, dude. I have a a lot. I have a, a lot of uh, responsibility for the show because I kind of pressured Joel Hasten to book it, and it was expensive for what he's used to paying and um he's worried that like i don't even use all it might be too he's used to like more newer bands and stuff is what he's used to booking and stuff and he's kind of like money wise a little like fuck this is like a little he doesn't make any money off the off the booking he does it because he loves for the love of the game pretty much so i don't want him to lose any money so i'm i'm well, uh plugging santa cruz that's on Father's day booked, you're saying maybe yeah. uh i don't want to that'll fuck up like metal shows coming to santa cruz if, if that happens all right let's like, not keep a negative attitude and really that's n- you should not, you know, productions has nothing to do with us, so we really shouldn't be talking about any of that. And they tend to get pretty wild. I mean, hopefully it'll sell. No, nah, I think that's Seneca and Atheist for it's the, the only time. Bay Area show. Only Bay Area, Father's Day. Yeah, Santa Cruz. Be pretty big, I think. Yeah, that's they're cool. huge in the Bay Area. Like, so that'd be awesome Fuck, to dude, bring everyone out. Father's Day. God damn it. It's at nighttime, dude. Anthony's got like seven. It's at nighttime. Uh, maybe I should. Yeah. Maybe I'll leave early enough to get down there still. Yeah. All right, just do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to have family meeting this weekend. Cool. <laughs> all right. So you do. Is that all of the shit? Oh, and uh, catch the professor out there. Do we have a flyer oh, yeah. thing? For sure. The professor's where shredding. is he tonight? Uh, what, uh, he's, uh, I don't know. Manchester, New Hampshire. Tomorrow he's in uh, Worcester and Ralph's Diner. Yeah, don't uh, ever say that shit wrong in that town. Worcester, Rooster. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I know. I, I would go there and be like, "Oh, this is really nice war chest here." Oh my people God. get like all yeah, pissed. I said that on stage before. People are so <laughs> fucking mad. But then every band after us said the same shit. Like oh, okay. they all said it wrong. They like, just give up. Yeah, yeah. Or, or this around the same time. I don't know. Or like yeah, I remember Vital Remains, Origin, and Hate Eternal. I think we played there, and I think yeah, they were like, "Yeah, yeah, six set, but it's it's Wooster." You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. everyone's all pissed. Or maybe yeah, yeah. Pissed. everyone just sounds pissed and <laughs> that area. So now yeah. they just want like yeah, they want to find a reason to get pissed on the east coast usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's so, obviously not Wooster, dude. I can yeah, read. And yeah. you guys came up with a little pronunciation to make it yours. You see how and it's now I'm an asshole. You're like in yeah. a spelling bee and you're like, okay, now spell Wooster. Like, <laughs> well, you know, W O R C H E S T E R. Um, but yeah, anyways. Fuck yeah, uh, Charles. Do you have anything to plug? What, what's uh? Do you have stuff where people can buy merch and buy uh? Yeah, boom. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Stream close up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we have uh, websites and such. I'm sure if you want to buy a t-shirt, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, and you know, we have links to these things online. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want for me, man? I, I mean, really, no, that's good. You nailed it. It's funny I'm a, because... I'm a traveling t-shirt salesman. I don't do this like <laughs> on fucking yeah. online, you know? Traveling, traveling t-shirt so salesman that just happens to play music. Yeah, yeah all every time years, I'll just fucking like, play music, but hey, just, uh, basically, you know, town to town. I've never heard, heard it like, like that. Yeah, yeah, perfect way to put it. Salesman, dude, it's yeah. so fucking. Because right. I don't, spot you, on. You know, I don't sell music. People don't want that shit. They just want my my fucking <laughs> my wares. Yeah. So right. Yeah, now you're basically playing music to sell you, the shirts. You're yeah. going yeah. up on stage to show them like, 
here's the reason why I want you to buy my buy shirt. the shirt. Yeah, right. yeah. You do a little dance on stage. You're like, my shirt's over there. <laughs> do some magic exactly. tricks and be like, shirt's exactly. over there. <laughs> Sometimes I keep dancing at the merch booth. <laughs> yeah. A little extra. You just like play yeah, at the yeah. merch booth. The band should just might as well just, might <laughs> just well play at the merch booth. <laughs> like use it as the stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just set up the merch booth like in the front of the stage or like or vice versa. <laughs> and just yeah, in between lines, the vocalist is the one taking doing yeah. <laughs> orders and shit just turn it into like an auction like we got twenty dollars here twenty dollars <laughs> but no that's uh that's definitely the perfect are you still so you're you do you know we'll get into actually let's get into the story because i'm just gonna cut ahead and jump ahead yeah much, you, so. do, you like to do that <laughs> yeah, okay. it's yeah, all good. Yeah. no i'm just saying it as just flashback to that every time right? <laughs> yeah. every 30 minutes we're gonna see that face <laughs> yeah that's all good uh, um all right yeah charles i mean you you've watched the show dude you know how we like to do it we like to go back in time take us back as far as you can dude ah, fuck. go in that memory bank um the like key memories we're looking for is you know being young listening to what your parents were listening to or just a, a time where something grabbed your attention naturally organically listening to it or if it's just art <clears> first <throat> you know you mean like when we started with metal and all that? And no, 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 no. That's too far ahead. Music? I know you weren't just jumping. Like it's very rare. You know, like, <laughs> I yeah, think I was, like I was when I was six, popped and out of my mom's pussy and I was just fucking listening. <laughs> I was just doing the fucking Frank Mullen. That's how you got out. You're just yeah, all I was like, fuck. Wow. <laughs> super brutal. You know, we have come across a couple of dudes that came, uh, her, were exposed yeah. very young, but that's not common thing yeah no i (laughs) fuck i mean like i i I guess i i don't know um don't be uh this is another thing too don't be discouraged about talking about what you liked as a kid either because believe me dude my list would be just as embarrassing i think when i I was a like really small child like i think i i the way i got into music was probably like like classical music and like film soundtracks and you know like shit like star wars and indiana mm-hmm. jones and stuff like that like john nice, Williams, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like those big epic soundtracks i remember being a fucking kid and you know playing with my toys and like having fucking like fucking soundtrack with what i was totally doing it. um and uh i don't know I, th- I, th- I think i was like a little kid you know my i watched like back to the future or something and like Marty McFly is fucking jamming up there on mm-hmm. <laughs> playing mm-hmm. John be good. And I, I think that, that made me want to play guitar as a little kid. And I, I didn't do that until like a lot later in life, I guess. Um, or, you know, I saw that like when I was a little, little kid and I think I started playing guitar when I was like 12 or something. So, but before 12, I want to know like, what were your parents listening to? What were their, what, what uh, kind of stuff were <laughs> Well, my dad plan that you you attached yourself to. My dad listened to a lot of classical music around me, um, so I don't know. I always thought that was kind of like more like where I got metal, like influence from. Those like, like you know, brooding, you know, instrumentations and and stuff like that. I, right. I, I think a lot of, I, I don't know. Yeah, metal is uh, or classical music's pretty fucking metal. Like you know I mean? for sure, dude. A lot but of the I mean, melodies and stuff. A lot of darker stuff than 
there's no. no doubt in my mind that connecting with classical music at a young age opens up many doors to eventually get to metal if if you discover it along the way and you'll already yeah. have the software to understand what or at least on a basic level understand what's going on with metal yeah you know? <clears throat> i was trying to explain that to a co-worker today because we i was listening to uh tigran hama i still can't say his last name hama line sorry but the the album that he had done mock root is, is something that's a very very powerful album to me and i was trying to explain to a co-worker that he was influenced by metal you know with that record and to try and show somebody metal aesthetic through non-metal instruments i mean i mean you have a drummer and a bass player but piano being the main thing instead of guitar i actually think that's way more translatable to the like average person is to translate metal through tigrin you know so so going backwards instead of going classical to metal going metal to classical or playing like metal having a metal aesthetic through classical jazz playing on piano will probably better the chances of whatever wiring that we get connected when we understand metal and fall in love with it maybe Tigrin is a way to bridge more people to metal that they Could probably be. would never, you know, found that pathway. I mean, kind of yeah. like what Charles said too. Uh, Carrie Gear uh, shared me his symphonic, uh, it's just a uh, movie soundtracks and stuff like that, and his favorite composers. I listen to that shit when I'm working all the time. That's like, I, I kind of like got into that game late, but listening to like. I forget some of their names, but um, listen to their soundtracks and stuff and like how how like powerful soundtracks are. Like I always think about a heavy part in a movie and I'm watching like a really sad or really uh, dark or really happy. And I always think about like, what if they change the music here? Like people would be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you know, yeah. like you ever had like a music lineup to something in your life or either whether literally or ironically. Yeah, you know, shit like that. But, uh, like if it was like a super epic enthusiasm moments, yeah. Yeah, so I was about to say like I feel like a super gnarly scene, like 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 most dark movie ever, and they're just playing like clown music, like, burp, burp, burp. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck is going on? You know, like it's like Kirby enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure people in the editing room definitely play with that when they're going crazy at like three or four in the morning. Oh, love to do the that. same fucking shit. You just all of a sudden oh, yeah. look at your guy next to you and be like, dude, check out what I did right now. <laughs> somebody's getting like stabbed in the stomach you know <laughs> and he's a slow bummer and it goes to the credits the the Kirby enthusiasm credits at the end <laughs> i love that meme all right let's so, get I mean, back to you Charles. yeah were you played was uh so you were into classical first did you play did you just jump on the guitar were you playing piano did you do anything besides guitar? i played i took piano lessons for a little bit i fucking mm -hmm. I hated it you know i think my parents asked me like what if i want to play guitar or or actually i told them i wanted to play guitar when i was a little kid and then they were kind of like well you should have a foundation somewhere so before you do guitar how about you do like piano like your grandfather has a piano and you can go over and practice at his house 
sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't know. I fucking hated it. I hate, I don't want to fucking learn Mary had a little lamb. Right. I was a fucking moody little kid. I fucking sat at the piano. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just sat at the piano, like playing like dark, the most fucking dark shit I could do, like hunting out melodies and stuff. Fuck, you know, like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah, I I I hated that shit, I guess. And then later on, later on. Uh, so how long know, was the piano run? Did you even make it a year, two yeah, years? I don't know. I know it was a while. It was a while. That I took piano lessons, and then I think they kind of just realized i had no fucking interest in it like i loved music but i just had no interest in piano and i didn't right. want to sit down and i would like sight reading fucking like i said just shitty songs <laughs> like do you think like, that piano though do you songs. think learning that piano though early on even though it was kind of like against your will of what you wanted to do do you think that's helped you later in, in like writing it's i mean it probably helped me in some sense you know yeah. but, understanding um, things a little bit better yeah least, yeah though. like a picked up a little like notation and sight reading type things and you know like i, I suck at sight reading but i, I have a, a basic understanding of it if I, I can go slow and and pick apart a piece of music and learn it like that i have an um, idea real quick i think that like piano is one of those like cerebral kind of it's like math like i kind of explain it like people that are really mm-hmm. good at math or kind of like take to piano like kind of thing they look at music like that like it's like it's almost like as a general thing instead of that being like the first instrument introduced maybe it should be like a little later kind of like with guitar like a string instrument like, like seven or eight or something like that kind of thing like hey there's this other thing that you have to like read a bunch like and like maybe you should just start off with like drums like everyone should just play drums or like mm. sing oh yeah because like, because drums work great with like fucking like young kids and stuff dude they're just like even it's like funny yeah. it's like who cares it's like it's good it's, you know, it becomes good. like a more yeah. like like um, it's an activity well not only that but i think that like it it opens up more um like more potential for more people to be able to get in and play music because you don't really know you don't really need to know what the like hitting a snare it's like uh, i don't care what note that is i'm just hitting something you know i'm i'm causing I'm, i'm i mean i'm i'm making a rhythm underneath everything else but i think that like hitting things is more yeah, translatable for yeah for that sounds way more fun humans yeah. in general really yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so. i i wish i i don't know i mean i feel like i'd i don't know if this makes any sense to you guys but i learned uh music more f- from a melodic sense than a rhythmic sense early on and i had to build my rhythmic mm-hmm. understanding and abilities mm-hmm. later in life more like drilling those like you know patterns and shit like that like in in, into me because uh i don't know i mean i was thinking about this the other day uh actually actually well not the other day i think fucking like when we start after we did a record i was just like you know we're so fucking concerned about being on the grid and shit like that yeah and then the album was done and like you know i was proud of it and everything but i like went to like a classical concert at the hollywood bowl and just like listening to them i was like the fucking timing sucks it was like it's floated <laughs> all over the place and i'm like what yeah, the yeah. fuck? but you're like these are world-class musicians it's like but there's nothing wrong with that you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. Ha- having but yeah. it's just these different i don't know like i don't know i i think machine so, aspect to it class i guess breathe you know that's, i like yeah, yeah that's what yeah, i was yeah. i was just about to say yeah. what yeah. casey's saying is like there is if we're talking about a grid there is points on the grid but there's also space between those points that 
have you know room to play in to breathe and and kind of like work like around Lars metallica yeah it just does that nah, like, i don't know about that <laughs> no, but you know <laughs> like, like say the end of of like you know for whom the bell tolls it's like mm -hmm. you know it's like it's very like you know like it's like it, it's cool though it, it's sick how it is like it should be like that but it's like you know it's like it's like it, it, it there's late parts and there's hit dun, dun, dun. yeah i think what actually was what anthony was kind of yeah. getting at but um but when you're in the recording studio and you can see the wavelength and to the grid mm -hmm. that's when like you're like well we're off you know you can like yeah, see that yeah. you're off yeah. and then like visually well, see it but that's but probably I think, not but what i was trying to ex um extend that with was um that that is not only acceptable to a certain extent but it's actually uh purposeful and and like to take it back to joe lester it, there i i couldn't explain it at all right now in this moment but i remember there was a part of that episode where he was explaining the timing of a secret chiefs three song that he was learning and he clapped out the time of it and the notes were falling either before or after the actual hit but just right before or just right after to where it still is on the grid but it's purposefully set right behind it or right before it right it's human because if we're talking about like uh, infinity there's an infinite amount of space in between two points on those grid that we're talking about you know and 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 to see people move into those you know more darker areas between the grids and still make it yeah, purposeful some, some music sounds better like swinging a little bit you know there's some yeah. you know even our even even death metal like some bands sound a little bit better sloppy you know or like swinging a little bit not totally on the grid there's but. a natural groove that we feel when we're listening to music that at times when i'm still listening to music today there a snare will will drop like a, a sean reiner snare will drop just milliseconds after i feel it should because I'm, tasty. I'm on it's like a grid. tastier though and it yeah. is so much more tastier exactly yeah yeah you mm -hmm. fucking right yeah. you got it dude it's so much more tastier for me to be listening to it and try and expect when things are going to happen but then something else happens and it's still within the boundaries that of... makes i mean that makes your fucking ear go off of like oh shit like this is humans playing it you know what i mean yeah yeah like, so... it's also people who will play to a click and will play late on purpose like or like lay back on it or like be you know yeah like on weird, purpose, do all of it, or not play to a click but stuff. i'm just saying yeah like that's an interesting that kind of tripped me out too like when i kind of learned i was like oh there's drummers that like play to a click differently like there's mm -hmm. different ways of approaching yeah you click. just it's just like yeah. a guide exactly too, you know? yeah yeah, yeah you, you jam over actually, it still yeah, yeah. exactly yeah kind of interesting yeah i mean you wouldn't want like cephalic carnage to play to a click you know you wouldn't want certain bands <laughs> no, like yeah. to play to a, that would be weird yeah. it would just sound like uh what are you guys doing this is weird you know it doesn't it's sound like if it works yeah. for you if it if it doesn't just a tool you know i was yeah. just listening to exit 13 recently and there was a part in one song where the speed of the drummer totally speeds up very very uh noticeably and then he slows himself back down and i was just like 
I don't know how purposeful that was, but it's still, that's another thing too, is like the organic feel of certain things. But I, my point was the guy who purposefully drops it a millisecond before the the point on the grid or after purposely and does it like that's, I think that's harder than dropping it on the point on the grid, dude. I almost think it's easier. You think it's easier if you're, if you're if you're feeling it you're, they're feeling i don't think they're worried about the grid at all they're just like I mean, it in depends the vibe. If they, if they feel the same thing every single time maybe but, yeah but, yeah uh, yeah i don't know if you're calling out point 37 on the grid though and you're like yeah i'm gonna yeah, drop, like, it. I'm gonna oh, drop yeah. it at 36 and point <laughs> if you can do that every time then that's harder, that's harder. Right. <laughs> so like, the and that's like a sean reiner type dude the crazy shit okay. is the phasing stuff like the steve reich minimalism stuff where they would like phase one rhythm out of time with another then it goes like slowly catches up they would do that shit live kenny garofsky from uh imperial triumphant dude he has this blast beat that he does on this oh now i'm gonna atomic bomb off of alphaville and there's a part in that song where everything stays the same limb wise except for his snare so he's doing just a real fast like the trucker beat style but his snare speeds up and slows down during the whole thing while everything is staying the same and i thought it was fucking it, it still to this day blows my mind and then I even remember uh, the professor telling me it's called an, an accelerando. I was like, that's fucking cool name to, to like speed up this. Yeah, yeah. Staying with it. He's taking himself out of the timing and back within the timing of the rest of his limbs on one limb. I love that shit. Blows my mind, dude. Dude, old napalm death or fucking brutal truth. That's oh, yeah, yeah. All over the place. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But it's great though. You know what the, yeah, the opposite yeah. of accelerando is? <laughs> What's the well, opposite? I'm not gonna say. It. I don't know. It sounds oh! like <laughs> <laughs> you can say it in this context. Though, I can't okay. say it in these go, days. Go, go ahead. How many viewers you got? Let's, a retardando. Oh, re- re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Retardando. Re- re- <laughs> that means Stop. retard means to slow down. So I mean, that's like to slow it down is what it means. It's literally like what it means. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like the definition. What are you talking about? <laughs> No, I'm, I've, no I've seen there, there's a there's a explain to the guy in the banana shirt i don't think he, he gets it for some reason i don't know <laughs> I, i'm the words escaping me i don't know why but anthony brought it up it's his fault i didn't fucking bring up shit i brought no, up seen colorado that. and then that was the further that was the furthest of my knowledge and then you're like i got more you just made everything all levels awkward. of your knowledge no they no they uh they 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 use the shorter version when i've seen sheet music you know, I've seen the that use the ondo at the end. I've oh, seen that like written. uncheap. <laughs> RIT that's, dot. Oh yeah, that's even more. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the better way to do it. Yeah. It's really slow. It really, Jesus, it really, slow down. I was gonna say it you really have to use for all these ondo. That really sucks. A guy named Ondo. Just a guy named Onda. Yeah, the sewers of. All right, we can move on. It's cool. I didn't take it here. I said accelerando. That is not a term at all. I that was only one half of it. I I didn't know. They use it in music, so we're not. Yeah, it's totally cool. Just They use it in chemistry too. Come on, science. Come on. 
right. Okay, so Charles, you were a kid, right? <laughs> yeah, I was a kid. You were a kid once? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was right. That's really what talking no, about I just so. popped out of the womb, brutal as fuck. Just oh yeah, yeah. Long hair, just <laughs> fucking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That's how it was. So, uh, so you played. So when did you pick up? So you played piano for a while. So you said for a couple years or something. Then you did you just naturally go to guitar or did you uh, go to drum? I think I wanted to like. Well, I just I think I started Still thinking about Michael J. Fox, dude. The whole Michael time. J. Fox, what this because I did no, this? no, because you said you were you watching Back to the Future. That's only for our viewers only. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see that joke. So, anyway, God uh, damn it. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I think I at some point uh, I found like grunge music, I think that was my gateway into like yeah. rock and metal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and I, I wanted to sing or start a band. I had a friend that played guitar and we were going to tr- try and start a band. And, um, I was just singing at first and then, um, he sold me his, one of his guitars when he got a new one and that was it. That was, you know, just what was, uh, guitar. what was your, what was your grunge bands of choice? Ah, fucking, well, I think dude, like the first CD I ever bought was probably, Pearl Jam 10 and the second one was nice. like Nirvana and Utero. Yeah. So yeah. uh yeah. So you know, started off with like those and then like Alice in Chains and Stone Temple Pilots. And I don't know. I mean grunge is a kind of a broad term, right? I guess. I right. I yeah. Like some of those things are like Alice in Chains is pretty fucking metal and but I don't the know. Early to mid nineties. Yeah, you, know, you just the just sound the, that was happening at that yeah, time. Yeah, basically, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you well, know, the from, vocals. I think the vocals only with Allison Chains would be considered grunge because they're like fucking heavy as fuck, right? They're not they like all heavy. Yeah, they, like if they had only done facelift and dirt, like you'd be like they're like metal kind of, you know. But it's like they did, you know, well, jar from Seattle and yeah, you, yeah. Kind, you kind of have that like borderline Axel Rose vibe when they started i think oh, that's true if you listen to that fucking the box set i think there was even an interview i remember watching with them but like the their early demos they're kind of like a guns and roses rip oh, off dude, they were like glam shit yeah they yeah were and they then old. they evolved they... and got heavier and yeah and you know uh, lane had more of his own style and all those sick harmonies and stuff but yeah um i could see the i could see the i never even thought of that the, the axel rose and lane staley dude, there's, like um interviews with with lane with like teased hair and shit dude yeah well as parts like this like even his vocals there's parts that are a little there's a little axle in there there's like some parts that like i would say there's a little kind of like a grimy axle like tone in there you know i never even thought of that hmm. yeah i think there's a little inspiration you know yeah um but yeah i don't I'm, i don't know i like to all those bands i still do to be honest um me too yeah so and the then, homie sold you a guitar that's what it, yeah that's and then i started it. playing guitar and we were trying to get a band together and i um just gradually got into metal i guess from like grunge into like metallica mm-hmm. and then from there i don't know i started getting into like sort of the i guess more gateway death metal band where, where it was like uh fear factory machine oh, yeah. head um so yeah. how are you how are you accessing how are you coming across that stuff and talk about like the friend group did you have other like-minded people at that time i mean i was kind of like the metal head trendsetter of the group to be honest because i was the one seeking out all the bands mm-hmm. and showing all, all the all my friends what year is this by the way 
Uh, probably like 95, 94, okay. something like that. So, so, so talk a little bit about like, yeah, how are you seeking it out? Was it record stores, tape trading, magazines? What was Did it? Did we ask how old you are, Charles? I'm just curious compared to us. Uh, I'm 40. 62. Oh, I'm 40. Yeah, I'm yeah. 40 <laughs> also, not 42. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, Charles looks young, but I know that he's older than me, so I I knew that you were like I kind of feel like you're younger than me, but he's right you... there with us though. I'm yeah, yeah, 38 yeah. This year, I'm 39 in fucking a month. Oh yeah, wait, I mean, we're turning. I'm gonna be 41. At the end of me and you yeah. are like a few months apart, so I know that you. Yes. Damn, Dan dude. Kenny just turned 38. I'm yeah, already I 38. Like, I yeah. fucking, I never remember my age, dude. <laughs> yeah, like, Let me check. I thought I was 37 still, dude. Right now, I thought I was 38 <laughs> this year. I fucking <laughs> wish. How does it feel, uh, so Charles? Just uh, I know it's a little sidestep, but the, hitting that 40 is that a weird time? Is that a, I mean, also Casey's hit it too. I've never. I mean, I always think about you know you're looking down the barrel of 40 but i've never actually same with 30 i was like dude 30 years old like fuck dude what the fuck is going yeah. on but not 30 i was kind of stoked on but 40 though i've actually i was watching a video the other day it's a stall it showed the a high school class from 1983 or 1984 and they mm -hmm. all looked 38 like they all looked old as fuck and i was like what the fuck are we like because now i see high school kids walking around I'm like those are children those are like like literally like preschool not preschool but like grade schoolers they look like i can't tell if they're grade school or high school and like these this video that just like someone posted that showed like kids <laughs> in the 80s they look like old men and old women i was like I, that's not even just like kids in the 80s like you look at like old like i don't know like historic photos or something you look at like yeah old west photos and there's like you know he's like an old man of <laughs> 18 or something more years to live yeah exactly it's like, it's, yeah it's weird how like you look at older photos and everyone looks way older so it might be a little somewhere. just like perception dude because like joel and casey they always look young to me when i see pictures of casey or i'm even on the show like right now they look young to me and i feel yeah. young so is it like us just wanting we so badly just are connected to our early 20s that we just always kind of feel especially since we're friends since then that's going to kind of like keep that i think that, people just worked harder back then and they just got more maybe they just got more like ugh, you know, like, they got like they less like 12 hour days less yeah, regulations yeah, exactly. for fucking food and air quality i don't know like, <laughs> yeah. I, well they were all yeah. taking yeah. hormones <laughs> or we go back even further. They were taking tonics and elixirs that were just like yeah, yeah, cocaine, yeah. morphine, and fucking heroin concoctions. So, I mean, that might yeah, age you a little bit. I do feel like, yeah, there's something. Oh, relax. You just take there. the fucking edge off, man. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Get that I got a heroin soda, dude. What's, that? What's wrong with that? A heroin soda. <laughs> that, that probably. I, I was gonna laugh at that, but I actually think that that might have been a thing. Probably. Yeah, it wasn't abolished <laughs> yet. Yeah, we were just doing heroin. But yeah. Being 40 is not that different than being 39, but you know, it's, I don't know. What so do you think, not, Charles? I think it's, no, uh, you were talking uh, about, more like, you're like, know. oh, I really do need to go to the doctor. I gotta like get your prostate point. check. Yeah, yeah, get your finger. Get, oh, you get know. that, put that banana up there and check it out. Make sure <laughs> yeah. things, everything's okay. Casey's got a bunch little of rectal things. banana. Uh, no, man, like, I, you know what? Like, for, 40 wasn't that big of a deal. I think turning 30 was a big deal for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, they're 30 because like, oh. I yeah I think, yeah like when you're a fucking high schooler or something especially like yeah, since yeah. 
society's fucking sold this eternal youth idea to you or like what's so important i guess like this certain time frame in your life i've uh, it was really hard to see my li- life past 30 i think when when yeah. i was younger and then mm-hmm. when you get past it you're like oh, whatever I'm fucking but years fucking fly by a lot quicker these days that's for sure oh no, no. that's that's one of those uh one of those dad things that they always told you like oh yeah oh it starts flying by you know it's like you know true, like though. and you're like shut up dad and then like before you know it just like you know i was talked about probably 20 times on the podcast but with the the pie chart you know like if the pie stays the same size in like you're four years old it's four slices but they start getting smaller and smaller but the pie is still the same size so like all of a sudden like you know you have 40 slices on there it's like a tiny little fraction of the circle now and mm-hmm. they just fly by like three months and it's like oh you're 41 42 43 you know it just like starts flying by like i see fucking facebook memories man jesus yeah. christ like i see that and i was like that was seven <laughs> years ago that felt like it was like a year and a half ago like yeah, oh, that's pretty crazy. yeah that's crazy that gets me every time like, like like we're coming up on like literally we were talking about playing you know shows with you back in 2000 we're coming up on almost 20 years of this is like 20 years ago like that's like my my band just had a our 20th anniversary we just played our 20th yeah. anniversary show and like exactly. yeah it's crazy like i i mean i'm the only one that's been in the band that long but <laughs> but you know like a lot of a lot of the other guys have been in the band for a good amount of time now and uh but yeah, yeah. Not playing or having the band for that long it's kind of crazy isn't that funny it, you think about like people that are like in bands and they're like they join later like it's like jason newstead or something it's like oh he's only in the band for like 19 years dude like he's yeah, fucking exactly. new you know it's like you're like people it's like oh he's a newer guy he was he's, he's only been in for years, years, well, yeah. he was in he was in the band longer than cliff burton right so <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly. yeah yeah like exactly like george was saying george colias colias was like yeah like i'm coming up on whatever 20 years whatever it was in nile and I was like, I remember when he like joined, like when it was like, oh, he's the new, deal. like, or when like Annihilation of the Wicked was like the new album or something. Yeah. Like, 15, 20 years ago. Like, I remember them like looking for a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nile looking for a drummer. Jesus, My quick man. little two cents on that is I think that uh, we're just getting our our pile of distractions is just getting bigger and bigger and we're that being too, distracted probably. from the present. That's my little Ramdas shit. We're being distracted from the present. So you don't really notice time flying by because you're too busy being distracted. And then you're like, look, what, why is time flying, dude? It's weird. And then I you go, <laughs> I know. And then you go back <laughs> to the time, and you're like, oh shit! The last time I looked at the time, it was three hours ago. And how many that times? Went by very fast. Because how many I'm, times have you been to Disneyland since we did those shows? <laughs> what shows? With with Charles, dude. What? What's that? Been, Six. How many? What year was that? That was. To, to 2006 okay so I've almost been, at least once a year since then <laughs> before the pandemic yeah for sure you've been, yeah so you probably been like 20 something times oh yeah. we're right uh disneyland was a pre-pod conversation wasn't it and now it's <laughs> no just being random uh, sorry <laughs> i was just like I, I don't know i was just in the middle of thought and casey brought up disneyland and i was like wait I <laughs> dude i love the metal horn disneyland? dude i do love the metal no, but- horn if you want to break your back Fucking right. so, uh, what guitar did you first get? What brand was it? Oh my god, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, I had a Mexican strat that my okay, my, okay, my friend or friend like sold secondhand to me, and yeah, I started playing like that. And 
um i don't know single coil single coil single, single coil pickups you know not a very yeah, metal yeah. metal guitar it's it was a nice guitar like for what it yeah, was yeah. uh i wish i still had it um but yeah i don't know um i played i tried playing around with uh you know answering some fucking recycler ads or whatever mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that at the time and playing with some some guy kids in long beach or something when i was a kid and um that didn't work out and then uh i knew of this local band called dying breed uh they were from my hometown basically and uh there was another band that they used to play with all the time called inhuman visions and they were a little bit older than me and they were looking for a guitar player and since i was you know friendly with the dying breed guys they put me in touch with uh, the inhuman visions guys and then that was my first band that i was in and so uh, it's crazy like thinking about like how you know like bands back then like knowing bands like you could possibly like jam with a you know it's like it's like how jaded we are today now like after all the people we've met and all the bands we've met but back then like oh dude this band wants me to jam with them this is fucking crazy dude this isn't like it was such a big deal to jam with other people that were already in an established band or something you're just like fuck dude i gotta bring my a game fucking let's go. and now it's just kind of like oh do i have time to do that I don't it's think, a lot know, like <laughs> it's a yeah. lot easier i think in this day and age to find people to play with for sure and, yeah, exactly. and like the players are like a lot better too you know uh yep because they grew yeah. up listening to all this crazy shit and starting uh, with it yeah you know um mm-hmm. and you know there's access to like seeing people actually play it live too you know like when when youtube came along i think you know that was a big thing for people it's like being able to see people play the crazy shit made you mm-hmm. more motivated you know uh and then find out he's 12 and you're like what the fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but you know i don't know like seeing like fucking suffocation play live or something when you were a kid and i don't know uh just on the internet or something makes this more of an impact for you i think definitely so i mean um so you join those bands and then i mean did you did you have songs of your own already ready to go or are you actually did you collaborate with those bands or did you join in in human visions i like became integral how do you say the word integral integral i think it's integral 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 there you go integral sounds better though yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I got a word right, I think. Uh, I guess uh, we'll find out soon. I think Anthony actually <laughs> yeah, was internet, right. When the internet. Yeah. Shit. So, I, I don't know. I, I started writing for that band, and, um, you know, I tried to push them to, like, play bigger shows, and we we played things like, uh, I mean, fuck, man. When, when I was a kid, I, I think I was 15, and one of the first shows I played was with death at, at the whiskey at that live at the whiskey show um, holy shit so <clears throat> there there was that and uh and then we played with we did uh, like a uh battle of bands and we we won a battle of the bands to play with emperor on their first u.s wow. tour uh battle of the bands is what gets you serious as a band you're like we got something to fucking work towards guys <laughs> real quick competing yeah, what? dude. What on you, the death, was, yeah. Talking about live in LA, the the death, the live album. Yeah, you guys yeah. played that show. Yeah, we played it. Yeah, it was, oh shit! Jesus Hammerfall was played too. They were on the tour. That's a cool little tidbit that I didn't know. I own that DVD. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was there. It's funny. Yeah, um, 
I'm pretty, you can hear me screaming on, on that shit. That's cool. <laughs> so, so, so how, how was that though? Talk about that show. How, I mean, like loading in, what was, what was like, I mean, you guys are probably freaked out, right? It's like a huge show or yeah, freaked I mean, out or excited or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean the whiskey in the hindsight, I mean, it's not, not huge, you know, but, totally. uh, yeah. but it's a historic venue and I, especially, especially like some, during that time, I think, I think like a lot of bands weren't really like death metal bands and stuff like that. They were, they were playing the showcase theater and they were playing the whiskey. Those were like the two mm-hmm. venues you like always go through, you know? Um, Which one's bigger? They were both around the same size. Okay. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I met Chuck briefly um, there. I mean, our singer went up to him and it was kind of like, like, Hey man, you want to smoke some weed? And he trucks like, ah, oh, yeah, cool, man. But like after the show and then like, then we had, then we saw the merch cut from the whiskey. And we're like, get, let's get the fuck out of here. And we didn't want to smoke with Chuck anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was a really cool show. I mean, it was uh, inspirational for me at the time. And oh yeah, being on that show, I even remember like Hammerfall. Hammerfall was great too, man. Like I, I had a blast when they opened the show, and it, uh, a lot of people <clears throat> were kind of like not happy that they were on it, but there was people enjoying it too. But uh, yeah. Did the camera uh, crew, like the camera crew that was there, did they give you the option to like film as well? Yeah, like, I, st- I still have uh, that tape of my Jesus. band in high school playing that show with death at, at, uh, in, in 98. So damn, yeah. dude, that that's fucking, awesome. you got to post that shit online. Yeah. I think uh, our, the old singer for that band uh, posted it somewhere. And I think it was posted it in my timeline at one point. Like what was the band called in human visions? Okay. Yeah. I think it's somewhere. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, there was, we had a bunch of those whiskey tapes, man, from back in the day. Because you could, yeah, you could purchase it. There was a camera crew there, right? Uh, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, the whiskey. Yeah, yeah. They give you that. Yeah, those venues that give you that option. And they they weren't. Um, uh, I think you know when they did that show, like they death wasn't planning on releasing it. It was, it was when Chuck got sick that they uh, they had that footage Uh, and they released it. You know, yeah, uh, as a benefit to help them through that. Um, Same with that live in Vakin. I think it was like just like a little slip slip case or little you know looked like a little promo wallet you used to get back in the day yeah yeah, yeah. damn that, that dvd is pretty pro for not being something that that, that was the whiskey leave. setup man they would they would do that every time so wow 98 you said 98 yeah he might have kept it on private <clears throat> but i think i posted the link or something okay at one point. was that the is that the guitar for inhuman visions that was uh the guitar was there a guitarist that you guys played with when we played with you with deeds and stuff the other guitar player oh well my my band was kind of like from the ashes of uh, okay. human visions to to a certain extent because i mean we're i played in this other band called rise for a little bit um after mm-hmm. i left in human visions and then that didn't work out and i was trying to resurrect in human visions and then the last lineup we had we talked to all those guys and uh but it ended up being just the last guitar player that we had was the guitar player for Abysmal Dawn um, when we first started the band. So Jamie, he he was he played in uh, in Human Visions when like right before we broke up, and Terry was just a friend of of Jamie's um, and like would come to Inhuman Visions shows and stuff, and he kind of knew 
some of the songs we like tried them out i think with some of the old and human vision stuff he and he played that stuff and then uh yeah and some of those songs were even like in human vision songs i think that we or we initially or i initially wrote for in human visions and then reworked later so. so after Rise, it basically went to Abysmal, Abysmal Dawn after that, right? Yeah. Well, there was okay. a brief brief trying to get Inhuman Visions back together, but, you know, that didn't work out, and that, and then started Abysmal Dawn. So talk about the starting that up. So how did that get started? Did you just basically took some you know, like you folks from other bands and stuff and started to write songs of your own and collaborate? Well, ja- and Jamie, I don't know. I mean, he, like you said, and Jamie played in Inhuman Visions, and I think he, he was playing with the old and human visions drummer for a little bit and some some other project that fell apart mm-hmm. um before we started abysmal dawn and then terry i think it was his first band and mm. that was the the core uh like the nucleus of the band when we first started and uh i, I mean i was looking around for like a singer like i didn't want to sing um i asked dan from crematorium if he wanted to sing for us at one point okay and uh but you know that just never materialized i think we played a backyard party or something and like he just growled over some shit like randomly like (laughs) (laughs) that was like the only time he ever played with us and then there was another i forget what the name of the band was man there was some some other kid i thought was a good singer um from local la band um and i I think i asked him but i think he just kind of retired from music and and yeah, at, at, at some point I was just like, fuck, fuck it. I can't find anyone. I can't, you know, I, I, I had sort of like an idea of what I wanted lyrically or what I liked lyrically. And, um, so I just said, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to learn this thing and play guitar. And that was, was that hard, then, a hard adaption? Like, I know that, you know, if you're playing guitar for me, I always trip out on it. Cause, uh, you know, you're already kind of like in your instrument but then you have to sing like to do that adapt would you like practice that a bunch like for me i i even just like in the shower will pretend like i'm playing a riff or something and like try to like do the vocals and my brain's like oh it doesn't know which one like jumps between the instrument and my voice and the timing and so how much does that take a lot of time to like nail that because to me that's insane like like watching you know like muhammad from necrophagist or like bands that are like playing riffs and singing and i've seen videos of you back in the day because i've seen you forever and i've known you forever but like you're doing something crazy and you're singing does that take like a ton of practice did you like what would you tell someone that was trying to learn something or to do that like how to do that like you've done it odious there's there's as casey knows as casey knows well i'm not if you want me to post out a bunch of times i'd like walk up and be like Okay, that's um, the part that I was going to leave out. But yeah, we would put a mic in front of you. Well, that's why I asked because there's parts where I was like going like, dun, 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 like doing like fucking but jumping between seven, eight, and five too. and four, and like going like, cool, I'm going to do a. Well, <laughs> 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 like, fuck, I don't know. What to, I can't think of it right now. Like you know, it's so yeah. Talk about the, that learning process. I, I always like. I am the worst for giving advice on like <laughs> vocals or learning how to play. It's like I just was like fucking do it that was it i just yeah just, you know like i try not to think about it and try not to well, i think out what and... joel's trying to like ask is like you know you have a riff that you're going to do vocals over so do you associate syllables with notes uh or, like I or do you associate with... a certain note with when you're supposed to at least start a line and then you just do it it, well, the line comes out. Well, you, gotta put, you have to. to put one on like auto, right? 
you have to auto something like your kind of auto both of them <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know it's, yeah. it's weird like uh i mean i i usually practice um my guitar playing more than vocals i guess and then i i don't know if if i know know the part already it's easier like if i've re recorded an album yeah most of these dude, these flash fucking couple records you know i don't even have lyrics done until you know until the album's recorded so we mm -hmm. never actually played the songs like me uh you know singing and playing playing like guitar and, yeah, yeah. Un until it's time to go on tour right um so uh i just have to get used to it i guess i mean right you gotta find those 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 certain cues that you would find in the music to you know associate with lines because it's really for me would just be the starting and finishing and then the autopilot is supposed to happen during that right it's a lot of muscle memory too you know yeah, yeah. Like, and and i i've i've had people comment to me a lot i guess about how i don't look at my guitar neck because uh i don't that's a good lesson though that's a good i mean like, don't don't look at your guitar neck that's the first step probably to if you're gonna start singing and playing guitars like don't worry just have it blindfold just be able to play the guitar like the riffs right yeah. like then work on the vocals the, you build yeah you build that that um muscle to be able to get to the point where you can look at the neck if you want to but if you if something distracts you from looking at your guitar you can still know exactly where you're at without looking at your guitar right, right? yeah usually unless i get really fucking disoriented on stage <laughs> for some reason you know what I mean? but uh do you do yeah. i mean you do like vocals coming out of solos and going into solos right you do stuff like that I remember yeah watching yeah you. that's the part where i'm just like what like, I, don't, I'm like, I get like angry. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. you, dude. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, and it's fucking bullshit to tap dance around fucking like pedals and shit for like boosts and yeah, that like, too. You know, effects yeah. and stuff. So that sucks. It's like Getty um, Lee using his, uses his nose to like move the mic and then he like, <laughs> plays, plays keyboard with his fucking foot or plays that the organ with his foot and I mean, to be fair, it's, it's a pretty big nose so it's cool yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying yes it's a tool dude it's a tool yeah. it's right know? dude he's he's definitely a multi-tool of a <laughs> yeah, yeah. multi he's, just, he's quite a tool is that what you're trying he's to a know? swiss he's a tool <laughs> <laughs> the most useful leatherman or swiss army knife in the music industry no that's me. i've always just uh yeah i've had a lot of respect for people that can do that because it's I've always like pretended to do it, and I'm just like I, my brain can't separate. Maybe I'm playing too hard of music, and I, 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 I yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think I had to get used to enunciating a lot more. You know, mm -hmm. like I would kind of just fucking I think in those early days. I like remember just not enunciating very well while I was playing because it was kind of like, like go to the instrument. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah kind of was back like, and forth in the background or something. But um, worked on that, I guess, a lot over the years. I remember, like, I mean, watching you guys. So I'll jump a little bit. That deeds of flesh of the odious we played with uh, Abysmal Dawn. Um, I'd never heard of you guys, and I was like, "Oh, cool. We're 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 nervous." You know, it's like deeds of flesh is asking us to play the show in L.A. It's like 2005, 2006, something like that. And um, 
I was like, okay, well, let's watch the opening bands. And you guys just had these like battle solos and shit. And we were just like, what the fuck? All right, I'm gonna go, back. <laughs> I'm gonna go in the back. This is the opening man. Fuck. <laughs> like, you know, I got like, I remember immediately. Well, I'll never forget that. 40s and like smoking weed. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, what are we gonna do, dude? No, to me, that's clear as day. That day was that that show was clear as day. Just like I remember, like you can see like out the windows into the street or something. And like it was on a different stage on Ninny Factory. We we're talking about the front stage. And, um, you're about, yeah. yeah. And like and I remember watching you guys wall. play, and I was like, these guys are like fucking a super pro band, and they're fuck. I thought it was like just gonna be like a local opener, like a little fun little, which it was local, it was L.A., but still, it was like dude, you're totally taking me right back to this. I remember all of us <laughs> kind of, being yeah, like, oh shit, dude. That's when I went in the backstage, and then and then Joe Lester was there, and we, we hung out with Joe Lester. But I remember going yeah. like. These guys are making me give me anxiety because they're really good, and I fucking I don't need this right now. I was hoping I, I wanted deep down in my brain I wanted them to kind of suck, so like I could feel like, all right, well, we're gonna be fine. <laughs> I, I, I'm like pretty sure like we weren't as amazing as like you thought. Well, like, we were time. feeling oh, it. I was fucking blown away. We were feeling I was the like, vibe, dude. We were feeling the vibe because I I do remember this now, dude. And I loved battle solos. Because like, now I, that you now that you said that, I mentioned I mentioned I'm remembering being on stage setting up and none of us talking to each other. Because we it's were, Charles's fault, dude. <laughs> well, we were all we were all kind of on that vibe of like, oh shit! Oh, dude, totally. We gotta we gotta come correct, dude. No half stepping right now. Yeah, and then we had deeds after us. It was like fucking Jesus, dude. Let's yeah, like basically the owner of our record label, you know, like is that we just signed to is going on after us. So it's like, yeah. all right, make sure you we signed the right thing. You know, it's like, like and then it's like playing like a show and, with your boss you like sick dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly yeah. what it was but i remember it going great and stuff like that but i just still i honestly that shows no I'm honestly one of my it's one of my most memorable shows that we're I've super played just fortunate super fortunate for d's to take us out for a couple of dates just us and them you know and i don't even remember the other dates i just remember that show <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Well, yeah, dude. There, there was at least one more. It was two or three dates that we did. Was together. there like a San Diego one, maybe, or something? I hope the or internet pre- has solidified it in time somewhere. It was like pre-internet, dude. No, I'm just kidding. But people on AOL discs, they're like getting 20 the hours of time was and going. Only 10 years old at that time, dude. That's I had, no, think. that's not true. I 2006. Had... Well, I shouldn't say 10 years old. I'm saying. I... Like, I had internet as a kid, so that's that's another way I, I guess I discovered. What year? It. What year do you remember it coming in? Uh, it was probably like ninety four, ninety five, or something. It was I was pretty, saying, yeah, yeah, I had it back. Ninety six was yeah, because I I remember like finding there was someone that did like uh, look they ran the like grave and entombed fan sites or something like that, and mm-hmm. I remember I, I transcribed some entombed stuff that I think is even on their site to this day. Like, uh, damn um with some corrections probably because i fucking i was like 12 or something whenever i did it <laughs> so uh but yeah i don't, I don't know um blame. shout out to you guys back then because i know a bunch of people transcribing stuff back then that was just on a text document and it was yeah. just fucking tab, That's what it was. Yeah, yeah 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 it was all before guitar pro or yeah or what was the other one there was another one that was like a power small, tab power tab there you go power yeah, tab was yeah. so fun yeah to find all these yeah. people that transcribed it and then all of it was like you'd find one that was super wrong but i remember like mike kimball he played in uh deeds of, i'm sorry uh dying fetus for a while he had this cannibal corpse tab site and it was like 
they were like the closest you can get i remember in high school i found it and it was like fucking yeah. almost dead on and i was like yeah fucking who the fuck is this mike kibble month and then he joined dying fetus later but i was i was like obsessed over this guy i'm like these are, sound perfect like i don't yeah, know like, you a, know the guys there's a you lot know. of those uh tabs that it was like look, looking up online and trying to find you know like for death metal and and thrash yeah. as a kid so yeah God. praise tabs Praise well, the yeah. internet. <laughs> yeah. I, if there wasn't the internet, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now. I, I, oh, like, yeah. You reminded me though, because like I, you would ask how I got in this music. Besides, like I don't know, internet websites and like like at the beginning of that, like fan sites and Metal Maniacs. To be honest, I hmm. found a lot of bands through Metal Maniacs. Some through Guitar oh, yeah. World. Nice. Um, I remember there was uh, this this service where you could call up. It was kind of like I don't know, like what, what was that fucking like Publishers Clearinghouse or whatever? You get a penny uh, or what, oh, Columbia, Columbia, Columbia House. House? All right, yeah, Columbia yeah, House. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, something yeah. kind of similar to that, but it had like a phone aspect to it where you could call up and they would play like you know fifteen seconds of Fear Factory or something to you over the phone, and uh, then you would what? check it out and like yeah. I almost then, remember that. It's like the Sega Channel for phone or something. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't know, but but I. I don't know. I mean, it sounded like shit over the phone. But I was like, "Oh, that's so fucking heavy." I'm gonna fucking get yeah, yeah. Yeah. run to fucking you know tower or fucking whatever Best Buy or whatever it was at the time. But Blockbuster yeah. Music had the little like listening stations. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 like a yeah. metal station and be like, "Whoa, dude, this is yeah." That so was, yeah, that was dude, speaking of metal, so I found something a little special. I did some soul searching and uh, I found a little something here. Yeah. Um, this Holy was shit. So, a flyer if, for our audio listeners. Uh, name or re, re, read this flyer, Anthony. What's going on here? Yeah, because I had nothing to do with it. It was suffocation. <laughs> I'm just joking. Suffo was the headliner, Decrepit Birth, Main Support, Abysmal Dawn, and then Instinct of Aggression. I've never heard oh, that's of that. That's before I was in Decrepit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This, that's the video, the drum video you have, right? The drum. Casey yeah, drum videos. So. Oh, okay, okay. So that show at the Key Club, we, we played there a few times, I think, but I don't know if yeah. it must have been that show. But this yeah. is like 2006, I think early 2006. Wow. Like, yeah, I, I think that was like February, probably right when our their first album was coming out. So I don't think our first record was even out yet. Yeah, Casey, so your, first, your first album, yeah, the first yet? Invisible Dawn record. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. It came like, out in two thousand six. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 I remember, yeah. yeah, we played. Uh, I don't know. That was like probably one of the last like one-off shows we kind of played before. Yeah. Uh, we touring and stuff like that. What year did you join Decrepit, Casey? Two thousand four. Yeah. Damn. Uh, what year was this one? Did we just say? I think it was February. For some reason, I remember February two thousand six was the uh-huh. uh, the Key Club show with suffocation. I remember yeah. being so this was our jealous. First show with suffocation. Yeah, I couldn't make it. I remember being bummed that I couldn't go down there and, and seeing all the videos and shit that Casey brought back. I was like, "What the fuck?" Dude? Yeah, they did all that. The video footage was kind of like Club. the pound does. Like, like we paid whatever it was to have them. Like, they they did all the footage and everything and gave us like sound from the board or whatever. Like that's a, cool, like a, dude. Yeah, that's <clears throat> awesome, man. And and it's cool that these. Well, it says February at the top. It says February at the top. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, I think it was February. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like it was February nineteenth. I just had this like weird. Like it. It was, it was, like, Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I've had, a, I've had one too many banana daiquiris tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, even that, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It's like Suffolk is like the main thing Pretty that your funny. eyes go to because it's the most bold, bright. I know, it's all like those huge letters, top. February 19th. And you <laughs> might look at it as like somebody presents or whatever. You know, instead of like, right, we just keep this up the whole time and just all have right. our we have our face. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is what it's all about, dude. I mean, just like we're recounting all these cool situations that you guys have all we've all crossed paths. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what yeah. with Charles. Like, I whenever I see his face, I think about like when I was like the most hungry. Yeah, that fucking beautiful face. Whenever <laughs> I see that, whenever I see that, I always think about like uh, just back being you know young and like being excited and playing those shows again. You know that actually because th that deeds show was like one of the first bigger shows that I had played, and I was like, for, I was like I said, I was watching you guys nervous out of my ass, and then fucking like it was a total like anxiety nightmare for me. But until we played and it was done, that was super fun. But like um, I like there's certain people I remember in that time. You know just. When you're just like super hungry and want to do well and you're like you know you always want to do well but you're like you have this like young hunger you know what what <laughs> show was that sorry what show was it like uh, you remember you told me this story when i saw you in nam like a couple of years ago uh -huh. and i i had to fucking remember it because i had forgotten this but apparently you were all wasted at the, at oh. the rainbow yeah i was gonna tell to the go story you're okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. I remember it more uh, than me, but I kind of remember, like, after you told me, I was like, oh, fuck, that did happen, huh? No, so you're, you and Gerardo took Decrepit out to the Rainbow, I think, is what it was. We had played a whiskey or key club or something, and, um, we're at, you know, I, I forget what tour it was, but anyways, um, I'm there, and I see fucking Lemmy, like, he was always there, you know, and this is your, like, stomping grounds, LA, like, you know, that Lemmy's always over there, like, fucking calm the fuck down like i get it like he's and uh i was starting to like go up to him like i don't know i was like yelling at him or something all hammered and you you just grabbed me you you grabbed me and you pulled me aside like don't do that <laughs> and you, like you told me like dude i get it it's lemmy like you know a lot of people have this reaction just don't be that guy is what you yeah, kind of yeah. told me you're yeah. like you're like in there with gerard like all the nuclear blast people and stuff and you're just like don't I I get it, but like calm the fuck down, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and I was, was like, oh, he was always there, man. He was always at the, at the end of the bar, like doing yep. like his yep. fucking uh, video poker. Po video poker, yeah. I yeah. remember like uh, when Scott, our old drummer, was playing in the band, and he moved to L.A. and he wanted me to take him to the Rambo, and he's like, all right, so where's where's Lemmy? And I'm like, well, he's <laughs> He's right there. He's, like, he's looking right there. <laughs> right where he should be. Like where he always is. Every time. So. I think I went there four or five times and he was there every time. And he was always, you know, I I did the, I only punished him once. You know, I went up to the whole, like when I was yeah, sober, yeah. I wasn't. And the second time I was like, that's fucking Lemmy again. Let's, you're like, don't do that, dude. <laughs> you know, like, cool. this I, is... I've had those moments too, man. I, I, I fucking met Jello, Jello Biafra and I was all wasted once. And I <laughs> yeah, had to like yeah. pull back. I was, I knew I was, too drunk and i was yeah. like, hey, like hey man can i take pictures and he's like i was like hey do you want a shot and jello be off is like fuck no i don't want a shot <laughs> and i was like uh, dude i'm like sorry i'm sorry i'm really drunk i'm sorry like it's, i'm just a fan like if you you don't want to take a picture that's totally cool he's like and then my friend goes to take a picture he's like because he was like oh yeah it's cool whatever and then but he couldn't do it and it was all like, like he he's just, <laughs> just standing there he's like he's like one more one more 
Yeah, he's, just like, he's all like, oh, take the fucking picture, take the fucking picture, take the fucking picture. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I, I'm just a fan. I don't need a picture. Like, if you're, I'm cool if you are. Yeah, I, I know yeah, I'm yeah. drunk, you know, just because I like, know how got... that is. Like, I was trying not to be a punisher, but like, you know. Yeah. We've like, all these had guys those are definitely too, too drunk to fuck. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gene Hoagland oh. was mine, dude. I was just, I was way too hammered to talk to him, but I still. I just tell him I'm going to punish him. him. Like, I apologize. I'm about to punish you. No, I couldn't even <laughs> speak. I was like, dude, oh, fucking individual thought patterns. <laughs> <talking> <laughs> so oh, I know what that was. Can't say that was at the Black Dahlia show backstage. Yeah, down, right? I was, yeah, yeah. So, I was I, in yeah, no yeah. way. I got so much trouble. Black Dahlia got me in so much. I mean, didn't get me in trouble, but. I brought all my friends back there. I brought you. I brought Murray. I bought fucking Chase. And like fucking Chase got like blacked out drunk. Like from, and then then Black Doll is about to take animosity on tour the next tour. And Chase got blacked out drunk and would just like, he he would just take a sip of a, he would take a chug of their, like their vodka and just threw it against the wall and just like shattered it. And then just like all their clothes are right there. And like everything's right there. And I remember like, they're like, Joel, come here. And like I'm like fuck, oh. and they brought me in, and it was like them like at the pound, just all wrapping their shit up. Like, so what went on in the room, dude? What's going on? And I was like, it was that yeah, that slims. And I was like, uh, uh, Chase got wasted, threw some shit around, and then then all of a sudden they're like, well, we're gonna kick him off the tour. And I was like, no, don't do that, don't do. Uh, we'll work, make this work. And I like uh, it went through this like drama, a bunch of apologies, yeah, apologies true. and stuff. Was, and I was like. Everybody yeah, else it was, was all love, but Chase. Well, dude, this was like I'd never seen Chase blacked out, and he was kind of like, "Fuck." I took him home. He was like, "Dude, my wife got pulled like, over on the way home from that oh show, and all of us were passed out in the car. Chase and <laughs> me, all sleeping, snoring, fucking bears, and my wife got pulled over for something. I don't even know what. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, that's so funny for. A woman to be pulled over with three snoring metalheads, <laughs> and just be like, "Yeah, I'm I'm the chauffeur," <laughs> you know. And she was probably like, driving too fast, but she's like, "I'm the corner." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those those drunk moments, like you said, Charles, those are. I can't think of other ones. I mean, one was that was Tony Lorraine. I got moment. mad at once, drunk, but and you could you could, still, Wait, you could destroy me. So if if he played the Knitting Factory. Were you there when it turned into a gothic nightclub afterwards that time? No, but, that was but, the when we played the main room. So, uh, Charles, you might have been actually. So, this was 2006 or five. We, is, is that when you played with line. Emperor in LA? Because uh, Emperor was down the street. Yeah, probably 2006 or 2005. Yeah. Yeah, I remember they were down the street and we were competing with that show. So, it was, it was Deeds, Odious, Decrepit, and Vile. And, oh, wow. uh, and Emperor was playing down the street, and, and it was actually like, doing really that well. Night too, right? Yeah, I think so. There was, I think Inherit opened, but yeah, yeah. I remember like they're like, dude, and like fucking Emperor's like nine blocks over. And I'm like, I fuck. Know. I think that shows online too. Really? Somewhere. I think so. I mean, I remember uh, Samus amp blew out on stage too, and he ended up using my Mark IV. But damn. Uh, but yeah. Jesus. <clears throat> We're old. I, I, I feel <laughs> I, I feel for him though, because like I remember when uh, you know playing with Emperor like in Abysmal Dawn, but like when I was in high school, my amp we did that fucking high school or the talent show, not talent show, fucking sorry, but what battle uh, of bands, battle of bands, battle of bands, yeah, yeah. right? We did a battle of bands yeah. to play at with Emperor on their first tour. 
my amp blew up on stage <laughs> like oh on God, a fucking first song or something <laughs> so i don't i remember like going direct into the, like the board with a metal zone it was like the worst oh my like, God. that's the most heard. metal guitar oh, sound of all time so bad so, it's straight like the board with a metal i mean zone, you're dude. being brought into the metal zone how could it not yeah. be metal you know <laughs> so yeah, is not and then actor. later like, Samus amp blew up, and he got to use my amp. So that's that's I don't know. It was a weird coincidence, I guess. <laughs> Damn, that's that's crazy. So, um, can we talk about? Because one thing I, I, you know, I hear your name all the time with other bands and stuff. Because you're you work at Nuclear Blast, and you've been doing it for a long time. Actually, when you were babysitting me from not punishing Lemmy, I think you mm. were even working back then. So you've been working with them for what, like fifty? 13 14 years now uh math i don't know like 15 something like that yeah something it's been a long time so how did you get started there how did you go from the 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 you know performance side of things to going to kind of like the back end uh i fuck i mean i mean i went to musicians institute for a while and then i think i was Mm -hmm. uh one of my not my first job but like one of my early jobs i worked at a blockbuster music and uh uh Actually, funny side story. I don't know if you the um, what's his name, Dust Dusty. Um, he he's done like covers for Bloodbath and stuff like that. Uh, he used to come into Blockbuster, I guess, when I worked there. And um, I met. I don't remember. We were talking about metal, and he he, I, he added me on like Facebook something years later, and he said like I inspired him to like keep going because I he came in and was talking to metal. I was like, go and follow your dreams and whatever bullshit I said, you know, it was a lie. (laughs) And like, and I guess he worked out doing like, you know, bloodbath covers and a bunch of other shit. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a side thing, but, uh, working at blockbuster, did it turn you into a film buff or were you a film buff before that? music? I mean, I I watched a lot of, no, it was blockbuster video. I worked on video. Yeah. I I watched a lot of fucking movies, I guess when, when I was a kid. So, yeah yeah um i just I, the reason why i ask is most guys who work at the rental places usually are like actually in the film and shit you know so yeah i actually respect dudes who worked at rental places back in the day because i know that they know their shit yeah yeah i mean i've watched a lot of fucking movies and i remember i had my mom used to have like fucking roger ebert guides and shit like that and i fucking have stupid use, useless knowledge on a lot of movies i think um but anyway, so I don't know. I worked at Blockbuster, and then I was going to MI, and 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 then uh, I think later when I was doing the MI thing, I scored an internship at Century Media because I oh, you know um, I did that for a while and quickly got a job there, and then just sort of like kept rising up the ranks, I guess. Of I don't know because I'm not a total fucking idiot, so they <laughs> like promoted me pretty fast there, and yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I was there for a while, and then uh, I actually was doing Olympic recordings f- for a little bit, which was like their death metal imprint. Yeah, and, that's what um, Obscura came out on, right? Oh, Gorguts, you mean Gorguts? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Prior, like that was in the '90s. I was prior to I me. Mean, I like being with the label because I'm like, thinking about it. Behemoth was on there. Uh, yeah vital remains you know stuff like that uh so i don't know um and i i like licensed like aborted i signed aborted at one point um Damn. to century media did 
uh, Swallow the Sun was another band, like a licensed their first record. And you know, what, I like. So what, can you can you explain Jesus Casey's view that he has? Um, Swallow the Sun. <laughs> uh, He's like, the Sun. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, but Swallow the Sun, I've never. Um, I've never given them a fair shake. How would you describe them? How would be because that's like a band I've always like heard about and never given them a shot. Uh they're like melodic doom death. So, okay. Yeah. Just kind of like a melodic Swedish style with like a doom style to it, or uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what your points of reference are for doom metal bands. Not uh, any, not the Swedish stuff, Joel. Yeah. Um, I mean, for melodic, melodic. I'm talking about the melodic. Yeah, but you just hear melodic. Melodic can be so many different things. Melodic, I mean, I think doom, of melodic, and I think of at the gates. I think of like, what I, I know, but like, when you hear melodic doom, I don't think at work. the gates. I don't think at the gates when you yeah, hear it's not, not doom. at the gates. But well, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. No, I mean when we talk about like two different genres and mixing them, I'm like, okay, so yeah, it's like a, but melodic to, like, can be brain melodic. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it could be melodic. You know, my brain's well, all fucking Swedish melodic hip hop. It could be melodic <laughs> electronic dance music. It could be melodic of many things. I can be so melodic. melodic. Doom would not make me think at the gates. I'm just saying. It'd be like. Uh, I mean, I don't. Uh, their old keyboard player <laughs> joked to me once that they were just a mashup of fucking uh, typo negative and my dying bride. Okay, and, that's exactly the okay. Um, I, it's not one hundred percent accurate, but I get what he's saying. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's funny, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, so did that. I did like a couple things, you know. Like I don't think, but I don't think I was ever like, I don't know. Like I were you like a talent scout? Were you seeking these bands I, out? I was doing. A and R and publicity, and that was a short-lived thing because I know, like the the that imprint was contacted at one point about like a copyright law and using the the word Olympic uh, in, in the title of a record company. So, you know, they, uh, the Olympics has the trademark. Basically, they can't. So, like, yeah, they dissolved yeah. that. They they fold f- folded some bands into Century Media proper. I worked for Central Media proper for like a little bit, and then um, I don't know, but I wasn't. I don't think I, my musical tastes were ever like what they were trying to do with the label, mm-hmm. you know. And I think uh, there there was a time where I think a lot of they were laying off people, and right around that time, which wasn't wasn't good. I was like, I'm gonna fuck off and go on tour for the first time. See you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and then you know I lost my job there. And uh, the president of the label kind of like pro- promised me a job when I got back, like des- decided to quit too while I was on tour. And uh, Jesus. I came back and, you know, I worked a lot of like odd odds and end jobs. Like I worked for the key club for a while um, mm-hmm. doing stagehand stuff. And then I did like I worked for like a f- fitness supplement company, like warehouse gig for a bit and. Then I, I don't know. And then I ended up getting uh, the call to do Nuclear Blast. And then I was, yeah. And that was, and I've been there ever since, basically. And So with Nuclear Blast, like even like, so right now, you know, obviously there's the the streaming epidemic that you guys probably call as far as like, you know, Spotify. I think like, as far as keeping a job at a record label it seems like record labels kind of went through a rough time right with the the whole going from physical copies of things mainly to cds or to to streaming different it's different the way like the you know the business uh plan or whatever is just different for these days for record record labels and 
you know, but people still buy physical products, but and that was, and that was a challenge to overcome. I think during the, the pandemic, because people still wanted to buy a lot of physical product, but it was, and direct from labels too. But there were so many shortages and problems with manufacturing that you know it became a big deal. Like vinyl's still fucking hard to make. You know, it's not not as easy after as COVID. Easy. Yeah, after yeah, COVID, yeah. it's been like a pain in the ass to make vinyl. You know, um, a lot of lead times unless you work some sort of deal out with the plants and, you know, and block capacities and shit like that. So Metallica just bought their own, right? They bought the they bought they like have their own vinyl company now because they're like they couldn't wait anymore or something. They just bought their own. That's what I heard. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think I think so. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't. But uh but lead and, time is like what, like four to six months if you like if you have an album out. Dude, it was you... like it was like eight months to a year during Jesus, like pan, the pandemic. It was pretty crazy for That's vinyl. Crazy. You're talking about, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. You still turn around CDs quickly, but you know a lot of people are listening or uh, streaming stuff too. So, do you yeah. sell more tapes than CDs nowadays? Because people like have this no, like, tape no. craze. Okay, yeah, so CDs. yeah. Tapes I, I just recently cool. bought a cassette. I was yeah, like, it seems like a fun collectible thing. I, yeah a guy that i i'm into he put out his 50th album and he put it out on just cassette and vinyl no digital i'm like you know what i I have a cassette player but i'm not buying a fucking record player because if i buy one of those dude it's gonna open a whole fucking can of worms for me to collect new shit you know i have a tape player i'm gonna just buy the tape well just like what (laughs) charles says like I, i i collect um now because of like i the streaming services if it's a band I'm really into, I I get the like I have a bunch of vinyl behind me, like you know, I get the vinyl just because I like having the vinyl. I like holding onto it and looking at it, and yeah. being like, "Fuck yeah, They're little relics." Awesome. Do you, yeah, do you yeah. even own a record player though? Um, I don't own one, but there's one downstairs. Uh, my my roommate, know, my buddy. There's a lot of people yeah. that just don't even own like. No, I don't players. own one. I don't yeah, personally yeah. own one. Yeah, yeah. Or don't listen to it. They just like having the product. It's, they're in the. They're in the. You can see they have the spastic ink it was on the front right here. Yeah, I, the, I thought that's it, what that was. Incomplete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still cool. cover. It's got the plastic on it and everything. Like I'm not trying to open it. You know, I just want to have yeah. it. Bands should just sell like their records in a prepackaged like frame that people can buy. Yeah, yeah just to like, right. so somehow put it on your wall or something. Yeah, yeah somehow like, like sh- yeah. I know. I want to like because I'm so the, the albums that I decide to buy on vinyl. They're like I'm really proud to have them you know something yeah. i would actually would want to show off right in some set of capacity but like yeah it's not i it was nothing to do with you know oh it sounds sicker if i i mean which i you know i hear it and, does sound sicker on vinyl but like i personally just want char- the art characteristic and i don't, I don't say it's one better than the other i mean yeah and i can i hew the shit out of fuck of, of my like streaming stuff to make it sound okay like i like have my full EQ on and just be like, I'll change it around for certain bands. And just, if, the like, con- if the contract's decent too, what you're really doing is just supporting the artist no matter what. Even if you hmm. aren't listening to that record specifically, like you you know that album front to back. And it's, and, and yeah, on top of it being like a little piece of art that you're holding, you know, it's not just a poster that's on the wall that you're tacking up with thumbnails. It's like this cool yes. little like untouched time capsule of you know art yeah and exactly. it's actually it, it's layered in a way that if you have the right machinery there's 
there's music in there too you know yeah i feel like finals are the classiest they're, they're kind of like like books on a bookshelf like that's not really gonna go yeah. away in yeah. a sense you know even like on the iBooks and all that it's like that shows books on a bookshelf trying to emulate that classic like it's the same thing like vinyl is just on a bookshelf like that's kind of the it all you know and cds didn't even back in the 90s or whatever 80s cds didn't quite like have the same feel as like the vinyls did and you know it's no, like i know but just, i when you see someone behind you, there's just like, oh, this whole vinyl shelf. I'm like, oh, that's classy, you know. I like, mean, you know. I didn't grow up with vinyl. I mean, I had, you know, my yeah. parents had some vinyl and stuff like that, but mm. I wasn't like big on listening to vinyl as a kid. I had a shit ton of CDs. Me I still too. have a shit ton of CDs. I still have them. But, <laughs> but like, I I have to say now, I like listening to vinyl just for the sheer, like, it demands my attention. Like I, listen I, the whole need, thing. I listen yeah. to the whole thing. It's a, I sit it's down. A whole experience. I need to get up and fucking flip yeah. it over, and you know, it's like yeah. And you know, I appreciate. So that. you're like, if I'm going to be doing this whole thing, I need to be preparing for it. So I'm going to be getting whatever beverage I'm going to be drinking during. A, yeah, a snack. I'm going to have that over here. Got my weed. Got my fucking, you know, whatever. And it becomes this whole like I'm planning yeah. to sit down and do this one thing, like sit and watch a movie, you know. But I remember you're having an auditory version of that. I remember my my late friend John, like like I remember like there was times where we were like we we would play pool either at my parents' house or at his parents' house, like and they had like they had one upstairs and and this is like just after high school age around there, and. uh we would just shoot pool and and put on Slayer records. He had all these like vinyls. We listened to Haunting the Chapel and like all kinds of shit. Hella weights on vinyl, all that kind of shit. Sabbath, you know, all that kind of stuff. Iron Maiden. And there's just something sick about like just putting on vinyls and like shooting yeah. pool or something like. There was just like you know what? Actually, that's net, net, amazing. Create that with like like streaming. It was. I mean, it's sick. Like I mean, that's how I listen to all my music pretty much now. Is like no, but I there's think a big a deep memory attached yeah. to it. I think hangouts should be like there should yeah we should like I think like a, a cool hangout should be like a record player and everyone brings an album and we listen to every single one of them <laughs> like we all like throw on it's like you make you bring over your album you want to listen to and that's you get to listen it's not like nowadays it's like oh no can I can I get the can I get the Spotify I want to change the song like it's like people like mm -hmm. like want to immediately change it to their own song or something like that and it's like no. We, we each brought over a vinyl we're listening to fucking the whole record all the way through and then whoever's yeah. next gets to listen to theirs like maybe like draw straws who goes first but that sounds like a cool like a, like a i thought idea. i actually i really enjoy that idea because i have always been a proponent of listening to an album front to back you know everybody's yeah, so too, into that you were talking about the spotify thing and that totally that's just, just how i wipe why but, why yeah. the attention span of like the newer generation oh here me. i go old man me. talking <laughs> but i'm just like or you too i'm not just saying older but it, i have a terrible uh, attention span okay i shouldn't say about generation i should just say humans in general who are exposed to that that type of way things are fed to us i mean uh uh pop music song like the hit songs are all two minutes you know not even three minutes because they want them to be shorter so people go back and listen to it again so they get double the the hits on each human each time they want to listen to it or possibly more you know just put it on repeat it's only two minutes long dude you can go 10 minutes before you realize i've been listening to the same song over and over and over again you know that's why i think the whole like bring in the record thing that would have fucking calmed me the fuck down from been like oh let me put on a or 
let's change it up. It's like, no, this is the rule. Listen yeah. to the whole fucking album and shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what you want to listen to right now. This whole album's going to play, and then it's your turn. You know, rather than just like song by song by song by song. Well, like people like wanted to change shit around constantly. I'm curious what, what Charles thinks of this too, but like I've heard people talk about this too, but like kind of like when there's an album, like there's like, you know, people like kind of put the songs in an order, like thinking people are going to listen to it in that order, whatever kind of, yeah. you know, but it's like someone was, I don't remember what it was. I was listening to some kind of interview some recently and they were kind of like, well, the thing that was cool about like back in the day with the, with the medium of listening to music all the way through, like the album was that like, there might be the songs on the album that are like the hits and stuff that everyone's going to hear or the music videos or whatever the singles. But then there's like these like s hidden songs that are like not the hits that like sometimes are your favorite, like personal favorites or something, you know, like, right. yeah. And, and those kind of just get kind of passed by sometimes or overlooked or, you know, I don't know what, like, what do you think about that? Like part of it or, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess you, you're, uh, <laughs> to quote, uh, Dallas Teller Wade victims of the, the algorithm, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Wow. Narcotic wasteland. Um, oh, yeah, we love Dallas. But anyway, like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you would kind of skip over a lot of songs. Like, people just go to our most popular songs or any other band, you know, like on on Spotify, and that's getting the most plays because whatever. And Or the algorithm sees it's this had the most plays so they're adding it to more playlists yeah. and shit like that and yeah i guess stuff probably gets skipped over but i don't know i mean i, I don't know like maybe there's a change coming or i still like listening to uh full format albums you know but also it's kind of like why why am i fucking trying so hard if people are going to forget about a record like after yeah. i release it like you know it's like I know. put out a couple singles or something or I don't know. It's... No, I know, but it's like I feel like there's something that becomes personal. Like, like, like if if I listen to an album like back in the day, say "Pierce from Within," like "Suffocation" or something, and yeah. I'm like, "Well, this song's like my personal favorite." Like, I know that the song "Pierce from Within" is like kind of the single. It's the first song, you know. It's like it's very catchy, and it's kind mm -hmm. of you know. But like, I'm like, but dude, like, you know, number eight or whatever. I can't remember the name of it right now, or whatever, you know, or something like or six or like you know. There's like these tracks, and I'm like in my mind like that i'd always go to that were like my personal favorite so like yeah it's kind of like having the, the internet tell me what's the best song or like all the views are on this this is the track it's kind of like the album has like a vibe too like it has like a, yeah. a flow you know exactly and that's yeah. what i liked about albums you know but uh yeah i don't know oh man shit get off my lawn yeah but it's but i mean like it's <laughs> not like i think we're just like you know like looking at why things are different because it's still good like i still love listening to new albums coming out and i i love using my streaming shit like you know like i mean yeah everything's all a cart. it's very convenient in so many ways like everything's know. all a cart nowadays and that's yeah. how most you know people want to take their shit in and I, I think really the, fine i think i think the thought is more like should we keep putting out full albums like or you know lps like or whatever or is it like not even eps it's just singles or like whatever like what's like a do we need to change the format of, of releasing it's becoming more split because, yeah you know like putting singles out seems like what a lot yeah. of people want to do now you know Dude, i think we do both you know yeah. a lot of people are doing both now you know maybe saving some songs it's like yeah i don't know it's almost like why put out a fucking double album or something 
Like, like if yeah. Pink Floyd The Wall is released today, someone would be like, ah, it's too long. We got yeah. to keep it in one disc and, you know, save some of these songs for fucking singles later. It'd like ruin it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know. But I know, but that's the thing yeah. is, I've said this so many times on the show, dude. It really is that we're we're just making art, and it should be for us first, and it doesn't really matter. So if we feel like we want to make an album that is a whole thing, then that's what we want to do. If we don't want to do that, we don't. As the artists, we should have you know. It's I don't think that we should do anything for like anything it should start with us and then we're like okay now we're giving it to the people or giving I mean, it to the world or whatever yeah and i mean that's easy to say i mean i feel like everyone wants to feel that and believe that and you know but there's at the same time like you know people like people that are really trying to be fucking musicians you know like and this is the game you gotta play it's kind of depressing you know you're trying to make yeah. a living off it you know because there is a certain like got to cater to your market or whatever but i know and i'm speaking from my point of view where i've never you know very quickly did not pursue a career in this shit because i wasn't going to be able to survive you know so i just stopped quick so yeah i understand that like with when it comes to a career then you're like you got to play you got to play the game a little bit more too i think where the argument comes from though what you're talking about like for yourself versus the people i think where that comes from or not argument where statement comes from is like people got into you because of what you did earlier and because you were like something and like if you start to like go like well this is more it's like you know like let's put you know eyeliner on now it's like let's be more like uh hip to the what's going on right now it's like that you start to lose you hear so many people go like oh i like their old stuff the most you know it seems like because they were more well, organic. That shit happens right? no matter what. Like we we've <laughs> yeah, been putting out like, death metal records for fucking forever now, and like yeah, so, is, someone's yeah. gonna be like, I like this album better. I'm like, but I'm like, no one liked this album when it came out. Well, who the where the fuck were you? Yeah, And now they love it. Yeah, what are you talking <laughs> exactly. about, man? Like, but, yeah, I mean that's cool. Uh, it is kind yeah, of a yeah, compliment yeah. to say you know at least you have one. Uh, one situation where you have proof where you were ahead of somebody's time because they didn't catch it until later. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, was ahead, I was at least ahead of that. <laughs> I think that's a good one. But I think it also depends how you consume music. Like if you're, you know, like watching just music videos, like, I don't know, like I, I like music videos, but like, I don't like necessarily go for that. Like, like as much like for me, it's like if an album's out, it's like, Oh, you got to check this out. Like I, I go on to my, my preferred streaming platform and i uh just listen to the whole album like yeah you know what i mean like I mean, it's a cool way to discover new music though like you listen to something and shit just keeps playing you know the foundation yeah. is that like that and you know oh 100 and, and and i do like seeing like getting connected to, but i mean like but I mean, like if there's an album like it's like okay this album i need to listen to it like i will listen to the album like all the way but, through like or, yeah but also like you know I when you're I like it. I'm, I, everyone was like of an age here that probably like they discovered music yeah. and then and had to pay for it and then mm-hmm. with your money or your fucking parents money but you made that shit like yeah last and you listened to the fuck out of that like 
over and over again and yeah when it was yours it was yours that you discovered it was yeah you you really really made the decision of whether or not you liked it because you. what i'm trying to say is that like yeah platform hasn't i mean the platform has changed but like i still like if there's an album that i'm like okay i i pay for the streaming service i don't pay i pay for the album or whatever it is but like it's like i still look at it look at it as like if i had bought it it's just on my computer and i'm gonna listen to it you know what i mean like I like yeah that that definitely yeah that's because I'm old and I used but the one thing the only thing with the streaming service though is that I'm finding out is that like when you get flooded with like you have you can listen to everything like when but I don't back oh no I guess that was maybe more the point that I tried to make or was trying to make was that you don't appreciate it as much or doesn't stick with you as much because you. There's so much. Oh, yeah. It's like there's so much. Yeah, yeah. album will come. Oh, an album will come out, and like a week later, people are like, "Oh, what album? Oh yeah, they had a new album last week, right? Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It was oh. good. It was really good. It was really good. I loved it." But like, they're hearing like this, oh, like totally. it's like so much yeah. other shit coming out. It's like I, I want to hear. I'll hear some songs from I mean, it. It's fine. Most of the time, I, I like listen to music, like when I'm working or doing whatever. I it's on shuffle, and I'm like, you know, it's like one. Yeah, song, yeah. You know, it's so constant. it's totally crazy. Yeah, but but I'm just saying, like, it's just weird. It's like it's like can blame i mean i think the like the change of the platforms and everything like in the media like has changed how like younger people approach music and how they listen to it and stuff but but really like hasn't like changed necessarily i mean it it definitely has changed i guess in a way how like us older guys listen to music or at least speaking for myself but like but i still like will go and just listen to an album all the way through and yeah with that right way, you know so like and and the the streaming doesn't like stop me from doing that like i, I can use no it keeps you know. from do, it keeps you yeah. doing it more i mean it's like once yeah. a song comes out like everyone all your friends have heard it though it's like yeah. you don't get the chance to like get that album like i'm like, like oh i forgot this album and uh, it's sick you guys should check it out it's like oh the song comes out it's like well everyone every like everyone knows it it's like you know it's like yeah. immediate everyone knows the song like it's that's the crazy part to it. I think the thing about an album is that, like, is you got to give the band a chance to give you its secrets. You know, it's like, dude, we yeah. like we have this little, you know, the, these these Easter eggs for you and these like songs or these like these right. cookies, like these parts, like that. Just like you got to get through the album to like find all those things. Like, you know, it's like watching like a movie or a show and just watching like episode one and then episode seven and then episode ten and then you're done. It's like mm-hmm. you know, you got to like, yeah. Give that it a good the whole, point. and people binge watch shows. The shit like people are down with that. So like, I can. It binge is similar to an album or listen. To, I mean, we how many times have we binged listened to bands from podcasts coming on or someone that we don't know about or Joseph especially like you know telling us about a brings new a new band, band on that we yeah, don't know yeah. about and we have to binge listen to it and stuff. And I listen to the fucking the full albums like yeah. in order, you know, out of respect. And so. there's still like so many surprises like. That you you know you listen to yeah, some of these bands you've never heard of and you're like whoa this is sick this is really cool like you like see the name of the band yeah. before you're like I don't know nothing about this band I don't know what the fuck like well it's just I mean I'm down to promote bands but I don't know what I'm gonna talk about and then you listen to it you're like this is I can see where this band's coming from this is fucking rad you know it's like you judge yeah. the name at first you're like okay it's the blah 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 it's like a three name yeah. band you're like all right well you know all right I'll give you a chance still it's cool. And then you hear it, and you're like, "Holy fuck, you guys are insane!" Like, what the, like you know, it's um, what I mean. One thing actually, I wanted to on my uh, docket to talk to Charles about was um, uh, you know, growing up with music and stuff. Obviously, we talked a million times, new metal, new metal. I mean, for me and Anthony, I mean, yeah. uh, Casey skipped it, 
Um, but uh, you got to do stuff with Surge from fucking System of a Down recently. I want to talk about like how that came in um, into your scope and what the fuck. I remember seeing like oh, I'm Charles, my buddy. What the fuck? He's playing with Surge now. Like what the fuck is going? On? And uh, I just want to know how that all came in to fruition and stuff. Do you know who hooked it up? Was Craig from Archaic? Really, so, Craig? Wow. Yeah, Craig from oh. Archaic, man. Uh, so, Craig, because Craig works for Sound Iron, and that's right. Yep. And uh, Surge uh, uses a lot of their plugins, and like was using their vocal library for uh, his his project, right? His, his this classical sort of influence project, and um, the two singers that were on the sound library uh he just wanted to get them <laughs> so he yeah. he got he got them and then he, i think uh, he asked craig if he if he knew any like death metal singers and i was the guy he referred and uh i think he initially had the the dude from bad acid trip i think do the demos okay and uh but he couldn't do the performance or something and then yeah so serge asked craig craig told me i was totally into it and and then you know surge liked my stuff and that, that was pretty much it I just so you guys performed it or did you record it like how did it work we performed it yeah uh we we got together for some workshops well first he like sent over like his demos and all that and then uh i would listen to him and like you know think like i'd hear what he put initially down and then think about like what i would do in in those parts instead and mm -hmm. or like yeah or, or, and, and then we got together for workshops and with just the singers and and like the backing tracks and just hash it out there you know but he was super cool man he was fucking really awesome uh like what is it someone's yeah, asking what, where they can listen to that how, how, uh, yeah how do you search for it um so it's not out yet like where there's a live performance sold Son out show bitch. it was a sold out show and uh at his uh old all alma mater their uh csun uh, okay california state university so there's a there's a big amphitheater there or whatever that we performed at so that was really cool um but he but totally fucking cool guy so fucking nice humble so op humble man like oh. like letting letting me do my thing open to ideas you know not just like no fuck you it's, just like you know i'm just like it was on the demo this way fuck you like he, he was you know yeah, open yeah. to like because i i was prepared to just like show up get paid do my do my thing and you know just do a cool thing because it's a fucking cool thing to do yeah, uh, yeah but he yeah he was just super cool i remember i told him i was like dude thank you so much for not being a, a, a rock star dick and he's like that was probably the nicest thing anyone's ever seen <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That's um, rad. but yeah he's really cool guy super um, unique dude i mean probably the most unique voice in the new metal yeah man definitely um I, and i know so i don't know someone's asking where they can hear it i know what his plan is to mix it and then release it later so just what style back is it? real oh, quick sorry. just to call back who i was talking about earlier he had also worked with tigran um, oh, oh okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah that, that makes that, sense. It's jazz is something I forget. It's a it's a jazz centric album, but it's him and Tigran and oh, uh, fuck! I think I was just listening to that. Is it Jazzercist or Jazzercise? Some, yeah, something, something like that. Jazz. It's a play on words with jazz. Was, in yeah, there yeah. Somewhere. 
Yeah, I was listening to that. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I know. Yeah, he's got his own Spotify. Um, Apple Music, Spotify. <laughs> but I ran Charles into like it, yeah. Charles is like all the streaming services are ruining my fucking job. They're on. They're on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say they ruined my job. It's no, I'm just kidding. Really kidding. You, know? you, still, you mean fucking 15 years or whatever for nuclear blast? Jesus no, Christ! Artists are disgrace. always uh, artists have been fucked from the beginning, guys, and we all. Yeah, it's it. never been. It's never been like, dude, I got a great deal. Uh, have you ever heard a band say like, "Fuck yeah, I got yeah. a sick deal"? Like, like I, I don't music? think I've ever heard. Oh, that. it's the new. It's the new world of music yeah it's just but also do you want to be get fucked in again well it's also too like do you i mean you have to if you want to not get fucked you have to be a band that really knows so many different sides of the music industry besides just making music yep that's what labels come in and and they do that looks like that's what what i'm saying is like it even if he's even if he's talking he's just bullshitting whatever but i mean snoop dogg the owner of death row records just recently was like how the fuck does this spotify shit work if i get a million <laughs> views or if i get a billion views why don't i get a million dollars yeah it's yeah that's a you fucking get, question right there right i'll get a hundred thousand i don't know <clears throat> actually you know actually charles do you know like i don't know if you want to get into this but oh like the God. payout <laughs> the payouts the payouts and streaming it's is it like fractions do, do, fucking yeah i know it's a fraction for sure because i could just i could i could hire a fucking listening farm and just have you know listening to what you know specific yeah um but yeah i know it's like if you just kept your just a bunch of your friends it's like hey do me a favor dude when you leave your house just put my album on shuffle and like and like yeah, i don't know get paid you know possible it's, i don't know man but it, yeah it, it's hard it, it is hard and i think it's like 1500 streams kind of equate to like a an album sold or something these days okay 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 that's a cool um, metric but yeah and i think like certain i think apple music pays more the most than they do uh, yeah than spotify. than spotify but youtube yeah. play, pays the least but youtube is more like people discover more bands probably like on youtube i don't know there's advantages yeah. uh, you know it's I don't know. It's so how does a label like well, so like an an album comes out though, and I always notice it's on YouTube by a guy with like you know Swiss shot you know seventeen is, is all of a sudden put the album the day it came out he puts it on YouTube and like mm-hmm. that's where everyone goes. So does the label go like all right, well they have to go like funnel it to to the label right or to the to the band right? Is that how that works? Because I always see that happen where an album drops, it's a posted by some random screen name and it's like mm-hmm. the whole album in like succession and like i never knew how like labels and bands get paid from that you mean like if someone just randomly uploads it on yeah and it's like it's there so with like a million it, it's, listens it's like there's like a digital footprint or whatever and like mm-hmm. if, if they didn't claim it or something and they're not trying to make money on their videos then like the label or whoever owns the copyright can still claim the video like it automatically mm-hmm. recognizes it like, but they keep uh, it up right yeah, they keep yeah, yeah. they keep the, the video up and they just yeah take yeah the, oh okay, okay yeah rather than like trying to yeah like you know fucking nix Shoot a bunch of channels and get people in trouble i think you know that's it's, yeah that's they just monetize they, it they monetize it for, the, for themselves yeah, like, like oh i own that yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so thank you for putting it up <laughs> thank you for doing that work for us yeah the algorithm. yeah that's a smarter way to go though if you think of it like you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah some of those channels have, have yeah, like you know how some channels have have a good amount of followers already so yeah i guess it makes sense 
<clears throat> so is there any kind of a release uh, ballpark for that Surge stuff? I don't know. I uh, got together with him and all the other singers at one point, and he was just telling us, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a, work this out, and I'm, I'm not going to forget you guys, cut cut you in on or whatever. I'm like, it's really, really fucking cool, you know? And yeah. uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what his time frame is to do it, but um, I told okay. him, like, you know, I have a studio. If you ever want to, like, if I need to redo anything that sucks, just let me know. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think it was good. I, I don't know. It's good at the time. I'm doing mm-hmm. it. I, I remember I was kind of nervous, man. I mean, fucking Obviously. nervous because I didn't know what people would think about it, you know? And, like, I didn't know uh, what kind of audience was going to show up and, like, what how they would i don't know interpret my vocals like was was everyone just gonna fucking like be laughing and just like what the fuck is this shit you know what i mean but i don't i don't know maybe we're at a point where this style of vocal isn't so shocking or ridiculous to people now sugar by i mean system of down sugar he goes like he growls in that oh yeah you know he like does I can't he's growl. Got some, he's, got some he's got some growls. No, he does. He does though. Like and, back and, in like and, what, like ninety nine, two thousand. Like he was like growling in the mainstream kind of thing. You know, it's yeah. like, like they were quick, but he was doing it. So it's like yeah. it wouldn't seem outside the box for fans to be like, okay, well. I know, think nowadays is a it's it's better than ever to take chances, dude. You know, I've I've heard some things recently that I think is taking chances. Shout out disfiguring the goddess it's gonna be a fucking sick drop i think this album is gonna be dope in my perspective and he took a lot of chances on this album um i think that it, that's what i'm saying you just take chances dude it it may it may fucking hit a fucking brick wall you know but i think diving off the swan diving off the cliff into the water might be more fun than you realize dude when you know it's like do you want to make seven dollars or zero yeah but fucking money (laughs) i'm just saying like the feeling of making something like taking chances and making something or this figuring the goddess can you remind me what that is because that was a random throw out and i know i've heard it before but i forget what we're talking about he actually gave you access to this album in a uh i just tell what people people are listening and don't know what the fuck it is so (laughs) well what i'm the album that i'm talking about wouldn't really uh it hasn't come out yet the album that but I'm who's who's about. involved it's cameron he uh argon he he's been on the show bro oh yeah yeah yeah. i, and, I mean uh, i know it's only 133 episodes of random and, shit and he was only on like 15 <laughs> episodes ago you know or some shit like that <laughs> maybe even more but uh either way <laughs> i just backed it i back his that project dude and and he You're taking it, chances with you back like giving a like going no no and, if you listen to everything he's done so far, he's always been taking chances throughout his whole entire thing. And this one, I think he f- went all in on taking chances and fully came out with something great, you know? And yeah, yeah. I can't wait for it to drop for everybody else to hear. Cause I've been talking, I think this is like the second or third time I've been like excited about this album, but it still isn't out yet. And I'm fortunate enough to be listening to it pretty much every fucking time i can well as far as like the taking chances charles how was the like when you're looking at the crowd and you're doing your thing and serge is doing his thing did you see like like a, re- a general reaction or a pullback or a, were people into it or no i mean i i try not to pay attention to that shit <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i just want to do my thing and and 
be in the moment. But I, but at the end when they announced like you know the solo vocalist, I was really surprised at like how much of an applause I I got from it. So that was cool. Like I, I yeah, I didn't know how it was gonna go over. You know, I mean the metal media like fucking. They're like fucking Charles and Surge and shit, and I was like, "What the fuck? This is insane!" <laughs> like, yeah, it's cool, man. I mean, dude, shit like ha- it's it's weird. I mean, I've done some cool shit, and it's weird, and I I don't know how to fucking process it. I don't process it usually. <laughs> well, death to all, you did death to all as well, right? Yeah, the death to all thing. That's like another example of like I can't think of about this when it's happening, right. or else I'll fucking like break down Go mentally. Nuts. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. when it, but like after the fact, you'd be like, oh, fuck, that was pretty cool. But, right. you know, so but sick. then I have this thing of like, okay, now what's next? Like, what do I do next? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, and that's, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse. It like keeps me, keeps me busy, you know, but uh, like just, you know, I'm maybe I need to work on like appreciating things like that. I guess. I mean, it's just probably so much like stimuli coming your way. You know, it's like if you were, yeah a kid just starting off and you're like, Oh, you're going to, you're going to be the death singer for a while. <laughs> you know? It's yeah, like, you know, yeah. what the fuck is going on? But like, you know, playing all these shows, like, all right, this is now a professional experience and I need to do really well at this. And well, you know, it's like, you yeah, stuff in the mindset of just like killing it, but like not stepping back and being like, this is fucking ridiculous. What's going on right now? Like, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Throwing that whole thing into it. Another um, question I had for you, uh, just, you're in the the record label industry. Um, what do you think of a band like like Sleep Token? That's just like destroying. Like they're selling out Wembley Stadium in five minutes, and they're they're like that's sick, man. I don't know. I mean, how does that, is, it, is it the marketing thing? Is it like I mean the songs are really catchy, they're like pop songs, but they have like metal in it. Yeah, too. some of it's really heavy, and some of it's like really fucking poppy. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're just I don't know. like literally the most famous band right now. I think like they're selling out. Like anything they, they touch. Are. Oh yeah, that's no, the it's thing. They brand got, new band. They got the sort of like you know costumes and it's like we have, don't know. They have like a thing, you know. Like I mean, but Casey, they're actually trying to make like the they're doing the whole like you aren't supposed to know who we are kind of anonymity thing. Like, uh-huh. Listen to the music, don't know us kind of thing. Is so they're like, doing like the whole ghost kind of thing or something. It's like ghosts, but like more. What would you call it? It's it, it has the ghost until like what's his name? Uh, Tobias got sued. Like no one knew his name either, but then he got sued by his ex band members for not paying him. <laughs> but and then his name came out and stuff. But uh same thing with this band. It's kind of like I mean, people know who he is. If you want to Google it, you could probably figure it out. Um, but uh they're just trying to keep the whole like we don't want you to focus on the humans, but the music is what and like and they have this kind of like lore behind them. It's easy to switch. Yeah. Out. Well, they have like funk. They have like. Yeah. fucking pop they have like metal in it they have like everything in it but it's like all hidden in there and it's all kind of random huh. and uh but everyone's like obsessing like i i literally i saw they were go- uh they had they had a show the drummer is really fucking good you you dig him okay. yeah, yeah yeah he's yeah. really good. good yeah Sweet. he's fucking I looked him up he's like <laughs> he, he's on the verge of like overplaying but he's but he's so good. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, right. you're just like, God damn. Like, That's kind of what he's, I like. He's yeah. fitting in the pocket, like, so good. Like, he's yeah. still, like, within that realm of acceptable, like, not just being, like, not tasteful. But he's he's really fucking good. I, I just remember listening to the band and thinking that and just, like, God damn. What's one, at least name? one of their songs. 
I don't know. His name is like like seven or something. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, so, I, know I know. I looked him up. I found I found out who he is. But it's, everyone like gets all gnarly about keeping that band anonymous. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, they, they did a really good job. And the thing is, like selling out Wembley fucking arena in seven minutes, like that's insane to me. It's like that's like mm-hmm. I don't think fucking Romstein would do that right now. I mean, obviously after the new news, but uh, or Metallica or something. <laughs> What's the new news? I, I mean, saw the headlines, but I didn't see. I didn't see anything. What's that? What happened? It's just some something weird happened backstage with a person, and they're fighting it, and blah blah blah. So it's like all he should wait. He something said, weird said, happened so. with the band that brings out gimps and like <laughs> hits dildos and. Like, I, I, and I would like, never suspect. Who knows, man? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. You tell me those antics might actually still be happening backstage. It's not just for the stage. It's not Motley Crew. I mean, yeah, Motley Crew, they would be imagine if Motley Crew was in the age of social media and iPhones. They'd have been gone like right away. (laughs) The shit like is like their antics with women and stuff. Like it would just been like, oh shit. They're like, oh, they did this to this drunk person. Gone. They'd just been Uh like it'd have been gone. You know, so it's like it's just to the age of the times. You can't really, you know, you just got to speculate now yeah. if you want to. But no, I mean, as far as going back to Sleep Token, like, man, they just hit like an algorithm, just like what uh, Ian was saying earlier. I just literally, exp- like, <clears throat> like, they went from 100,000 listeners to three weeks to f- three million on Spotify or something. Like, that's, right. I don't think it's ever been done. Like, as far as the exploding How did that factor, happen? It's I don't. It's just word algorithm of mouth. Stuff. I mean, they, yeah. they put out a pretty popular record. You know, that kind of built word of mouth in the last like was last there a viral clip or something. Not even. It's just. It's just a weird. When people find out about, it, they're like, "Oh, I kind of like that part of it," and I connected with it, and I actually like that song, "The Summoning," and I was like, "What the fuck is it?" And I it made me go check it out. Like I had this like yeah. this like kind of like robotic thing. Like I need to check this out now. Like I was like. It was such a weird. Actually, you know what got me into them was the fart video. There's a, a video with a fart uh, video. There's, there's a video with uh, someone farting in the middle of their in their set when they're like being all like romantic and doing like a cute okay. part, and some guy just like <laughs> farts. I'm just, like, sending this to me so, now, dude. Yeah, and it's like a it's like a literally they're they're, they're singing through microphones. And some guy farts so loud that it comes through. It. It's just like wow. he's like he's like being all like because some guys like what is that? And I was like, dude, luckily I, I bet that guy has inner monitors. If he did yeah. not have inner monitors, he would be like, shit. Like, what's, like, what's more funny, that or dude stage diving at uh, oh at uh, uh, uh at a sun sun oh sun oh yeah. Some guys stage having it. It's one of my favorite videos, dude. It's just dude, like it's like the slowest up, part. I don't, I don't know if I can find it. You can find it, dude. Let's just do it real quick, dude. There's like a All meme right. of what is it? Someone like a really sad guy, like saying like went to the Catatonia concert and this someone started a mosh pit or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, we I were just talking about it. Doom earlier and Joel posted another funny little thing about Doom. Like so it was like a troll like coming out of his little hobbit I just, I just found thing it, or whatever. And it was like the Doom guitar player waking up to play the second note. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Check us out. So it's Sun L. Check out the stage dive timing. 
<laughs> okay, do it again. Do it again, dude. <laughs> Imagine being the guy that stage dives during that. It's like that the slowest part. thing ever. Like, and some guy just goes like, "Fuck yeah!" Like it's like a fucking like a thrash metal fucking stage dive. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! I love it, dude. It's so good. It's so Fuck funny yeah. to me, dude. All right. <laughs> we both <laughs> came to like. How do we podcast, dude? Oh yeah. <laughs> how do we do this again? 133 episodes. All right. So, all right. Let's get into like the current times now, dude. Like, what's going on? What's bubbling up? Like tours and all that kind of shit, or new albums, writing. What's going yeah. on right now? I mean, I also do like a lot of production and mixing and mastering stuff on the side too. Um, been doing that and oh, yeah. working on uh, this the new Abysmal Dawn, like writing right now. Probably touring in the fall and uh, with a band I think everyone will be happy about. And Cannibal uh, Corpse. It's not Cannibal Corpse, but it's about one guess. It's- that was all you got, you know. You fucking. That's all. I don't want to. I don't want to blow it. <laughs> you wasted it. <laughs> Joe, all of a sudden, goes on the part where he wants to just blow it. But I don't want to. I almost wanted to say in the band too, but I was like, no. I'll just <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't really say. It. Oh, there you go. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. I was just about no, to say. It's not. It's, it's, not, it's not them. Uh, that's what I don't want to start a guessing game and actually, no, like, actually get I it right. I can't really say anyway. It's like I can't fucking. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it. But uh, yeah, we'll be touring again in the fall. We're trying to. It's work on new uh, stuff maybe do a little like a single ep type thing we have you know like a song recorded i just need to write some fucking lyrics because i hate writing lyrics so there's that um yeah where do you go to when you're like when you're out of lyrics i know actually speaking of surge i was watching a uh, interview with rick rubin on lex friedman's podcast i think it was uh-huh. and uh he was talking about how for uh what's the uh, uh, Chop Suey song. He ha- he had no idea where to go, and he was uh-huh. like, "What the fuck?" And Rick Rubin was like, "Just grab a book," and he just grabbed a book, and like, uh, some I forget. It's towards the end. There's a, a lyric passage where he just grabbed, like, Serge grabbed a book and just like read the. It's like one of the end, like anthems of the song. It has nothing to do with the song at all. The why have you grabbed... forsaken me? Part or something? Yeah, that, that part. That part. Yeah, yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So the why have you forsaken? Because he like opened a book randomly and just read that and sang it. I, I, like, I totally believe damn. in that, dude. Because really, you just need something to spark that flame. Yeah, you know, like especially I, when you burnt, you're trying to get all this shit out, and like your brain's just like, I don't even know anymore. It's like just look at something and be like, oh, that could be saying, you know? Yeah, like, just need something to just start you off on a a path to an idea, dude, and then you'll eventually get there. You know, literally like, just saying the the sentence in the book just, <laughs> yeah just, well i mean and that uh, was it another another example of this would be with sage francis and his song make shift makeshift patriot it was uh he was wanting to do a song about the 9-11 shit and uh that's chill but didn't know how, what he was gonna do and then he all all of a sudden was watching all these news people with all their you know reports and getting ideas from what they were saying and he started like matching reporters lines with other reporters lines and like making rhymes with it and so he's actually quoting 
these reporters in from the real time, you know, reporting that they were doing during the 9-11 and making it into a song. So it's like you can literally just grab from anywhere and then art is made if you're like in the right mind state and it puts you on the right path to that's literally what rick rubin was like was charged to do he knows nothing about music he knows nothing about music theory you know but he like he's he's about like inspired like uh under the bridge wouldn't have been a song without he was like had to force them to make under the bridge a song from Red Hot Chili Peppers, he was. They were like, "Ah, no, I don't want to do it." And he's like, "No, I think that's a great thing." He just like gave them some ideas, and they made like probably their biggest song. You know, it's like right. That's what he does it with rappers. He does it with fucking rock bands, metal. Like he's like, he does. He's like proudly states, "I know nothing about how to play a piano. I can't play a guitar." But like he just sits there. He's like, "I just think I have like kind of good taste or something." I don't know. <laughs> like, and they just pay him like all this money to like sit with them and like inspire them you know like a like a yogi or something he looks like a yogi. he did the sabbath 13 right that album did he yeah i think so yeah there's a couple songs on there that i think are pretty good dude like <laughs> there's some good shit on that dude for a, like a <laughs> little ruby you don't think laughing that it is you laughed at me what i wasn't laughing that just your wording and the way you laid it out Riggle, but wanted to hear more that's all i said <laughs> I giggled, but I wanted to hear more, dude. That's it. Yes. Oh, shit. Um, I was drinking. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> just you know, adding to what Joel was saying. That Yeah, that Funky Monks documentary thing is cool. That video. The, uh, is it about Rick Group? Okay. Well, yeah. Like recording. Uh, that's Sorry. That's about recording, uh, you know, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, like at that house and shit you, know, you guys seen that it's like a black and white did he did he tell him to start recording songs about california that... yeah exactly yeah so, you no, know, you guys later. are from california right oh man you, you guys like heroin right you guys like heroin and you like california oh fuck yeah uh, i know seriously <laughs> he's like know, fucking billions of dollars yeah yeah oh jesus i know so much I money know. i mean he's a, he did slayer a couple slayer he did like yeah he did um, a lot like a lot of like everything yeah. up to diabolus i think he did yeah like so, Amer- is American music or something? What's the label? yeah American records? Yeah, he was yeah, yeah, yeah. all those all those CDs had the same CD. Oh, yeah, that's right. When you the gray like, and the you're black a collector, and then you put it all in your binder, and all the Slayer CDs. Were oh, like, yeah, all look the same. Like, which one is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. They put it in order. That's an alpha move. That's an alpha move. Just going like, dude, you're fucking, they're all going to look the same. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all you got. You have to read them and shit. You don't know the logos and by art. You're just like, all right, but, is this Slayer or is this Seal? I don't, to I'm bring sorry. it back to Surge with Toxicity, <laughs> they had that, but they're like, we're going to change the font. If you look at the, the font OG, if you look the OG Toxicity release, it is a parody of the fact that all those American recording CDs looked like that. If okay. we can pull up some image of that right Jesus, now, and like, dude, we don't have Joseph here. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not here, Jamie. I'm just saying we can have the, the comparison of what I'm talking about. Right, Anthony, like demanding all these things. Pull this all right, up. fine, fuck it, dude. I don't you want any more up, dude. You can you can Google it too, bro. Can I? I don't know how to yeah. screen share. I'm well, not a dude, fucking. I just typed in system of a touch. 
I just typed yeah, in system of typing. Make me admin of these things, like they know that I, I typed in system of typing. That's what I just did. We specifically don't make Anthony an admin, for and me. they know because I wouldn't be able to do. It's anything. not a car. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like... How do we get around this? Maybe we can make his own little like, like, uh, like, have like, give him a button, ring me, like, all right, yeah, my thoughts, share my thoughts. It, there's yeah, nothing at the bottom that says something that can plug hey. into my brain, guys. You know, you, you there's no button at the bottom of your thing that says present. I can't read right now because I don't have my sun, my, my sunglasses. My sunglasses. Jesus Christ. Aloha, brother. We should. Get, uh, I need to have sunglasses <laughs> on in my aloha state of Hawaii. Yes. Anyway, it's back to abysmal done. So, uh, so you're, you're a kid yeah. and you just got you got that Mexican strat and then fuck that was like three hours ago. <laughs> okay, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask quickly. You're on the I'm gonna quickly nerd out. I'm gonna quickly. Yeah, I'm gonna gear you real quick. So, uh, what brand guitars are you playing right now? ESP. ESP. What uh, what's your amp setup? Are you doing Are you doing the uh, fractal? Uh, we just switched to Kempers. Um, Kempers. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I was a Mesa boogie guy for the longest time. I used Mark Fours and mm -hmm. rectifiers, and I mean, and then right before the pandemic, I mean, we, I mean, we fucking road cased everything and went super legit. And and then <laughs> I don't know, just after that, we're just like, fuck, dude, it's tired of hauling all this shit. Like honestly, like and then for all, any fly-in date it was a problem. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like we couldn't do shit like that. There's one offs were a fucking problem. Our guitar player uh, had moved to Alabama, so uh, it was like, what are we gonna do? You know, so we got with modern times and started fucking using Kempers and I don't know, we might even switch to fucking in-ears and shit too. Cause we're tired of dealing with like monitor guys. that can't fucking hear feedback and yeah. shit like that, you know? So, so what, what's your, what's your experience going from like an, a modern amp to a, like a digital Cause you've been modern, like Mesa boogie, like said Mark four and well, on the last tour we did, uh, with uh, with origin we 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 still run power amps on stage there's like these little like seymour duncan power so pushing, stage yeah i have one of those i have one of those right yeah so you're pushing great. air on stage you're yeah, you want to so push we, air we, if, if there's a a cab on stage we'll use it just for like uh -huh. you know monitors yeah you know just you know you know and you never know like and then we'll just send a direct single out to the front house yeah i think on at least we started doing that i think at one point we were miking the cabs you know when we first got mm -hmm. them but it sounds better if you just fucking run a Good direct right, yeah. out yeah yeah um but you know you like having that especially like if if depending on the venue like if you're playing you know where kids are right in front of the fucking stage and there's no no sound coming off yeah, the stage it's, it's weird. fucking yeah. weird super weird so that's a good point yeah based yeah. on like where you're standing because they like couldn't see hear the PAs or yeah, and if you have a shitty PA and you know you want to, yeah, it, you never know. Like it's a crapshoot sometimes on tour. You'd be playing. There's like, a lot of prog bands you see like fucking like you, you see like behind the stage and you hear nothing <laughs> and you just hear yeah, drums yeah. and you're like, yeah, what yeah. the? F I you feel know, like like all in their ears or something and it's going out to the house and there's nothing yeah. on stage. You know, dude. Some people yeah. use run complex rigs. They got like they're running MIDI and every all the changes are off MIDI and yeah, all this shit. That like yeah. that's that's cool. I'm just Sketchy. always, yeah, right. It's like fucking it's what? what can go wrong? Fucking thing goes wrong, and yeah. the yeah. whole fuck, yeah. no one knows how to play an instrument anymore. 
So you're like playing and like all of a sudden you're clean. clean. You're yeah, like you're yeah, like on a clean yeah. chorus sound. And you're like yeah. trying to chunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we try and like I don't know, keep it as sounds crazy. I don't know, somewhat like a self-driving so, car. You're like, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna go that way? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. I'm pretty sold on it. But I yeah. mean, that tech's been around for a while, though, right? They got oh, it has it been locked in pretty well. Pretty well. But still, like now. anything can go wrong with any part of that, and it yeah. goes wrong. You know, yeah. it's like, like all of a sudden you're. I mean, it's almost like it's good to have if you're gonna do that. Like, have your foot pedals there too for like a. Like a right. like an analog get back to like normal thing because like I'm, I'm still trying to get used to the the Kemper and certain uh, mm-hmm. things like I was I was talking to Ian from Aborted because he gave me a bunch of fucking recommendations. Uh, he used to play an Invisible Dawn like back in the day, so we still talk. Okay. And uh, you know he uh, he recommended some different foot switches for me because I bought like the Kemper remote or whatever foot foot switch yeah. and. A fucking spaceship, and I, I, I press, I press one wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm singing and playing guitar, and like I press one fucking. Like he held it too long. It's like, it's like you tuner. Know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just like switches yeah. to fucking five, 50 different amps, and I'm like, all I want is fucking two sounds, pretty much. Yeah. You yeah. realize your feet are too wide for the pedals yeah. or some. Yeah, shit but like it's, that, it's, you know? it's just fucking ridiculous. It's just too much, man. So like, uh, yeah, I got like a MIDI control switch that's just like couple buttons like all on one row rather than like fucking 50 spread up on top of each other you know yeah, yeah. so that that helps but, um yeah and, uh, bass we started going direct too i mean we started going direct with bass for like a while ago i think that just that sans amp better man yeah uh yeah. not not sans amp what's uh the other dark glass yeah. I mean, back in the day it was like that was like the Sand first Zamp, everyone yeah 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 but you know the dark glass stuff has like cab sims on them too and it totally. sounds great man so <laughs> i remember like uh doing a summer slaughter once and i had my full amp there and that was still i'm just gonna go sans amp direct and yeah <laughs> like it like, crack me up like i'd be like yeah. a humongous crowd i'd be like this is my setup <laughs> like, it's, can i get phantom it's, power that's it's it it's all so i need it's fucking better, man. Like I do, like you know, you're not gonna be setting off Casey's fucking triggers the whole goddamn time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. with your bass, just like rumbling in there. Like yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just a lot easier. I just had time. a funny thought of like a guitarist that had like all their changes like on a MIDI track, and it was like you know automated, but they were like hitting fake pedals to like look real. That's probably, yeah. that's probably a thing. You're like dancing. Yeah, people are I'm doing sure that. Too. That's definitely yeah. been done. He didn't really hit that pedal. I like... mean, the Phantom cabs in the back—that's a common thing. That's been forever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, it's like, like fucking... kids and shit. Yeah, 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 that's one thing. It's like campers don't look cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, hide you, them. Yeah, you try to hide them or like I don't know. <laughs> They're cool, but they still look a grill over them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. I thought about doing some, something like that, or or like I don't know. Now, now it's like all right. So now, if we don't have an amp on stage, then yeah. Now, now I want to like get scrims or something that's another thing to fucking set up in front of <laughs> totally, it, totally. Just looks, yeah. it just looks weird on stage you just put those nothing. little great practice amps like, yeah there you go with, like, a little, <laughs> with a little like with a fucking like with a like a like mic computer mics on it <laughs> yeah yeah is there is there a company that's uh, that's trying to push like the smallest cab with the biggest punch type oh. deal i mean a lot of people are like i don't know like Lower water heads. It's like a yeah. Uh, there's like 25 
watt yeah. versions of like yeah. you know pv and mesa stuff yeah so like, there's stuff like that i mean i uh i don't know <clears throat> which kind of um, makes sense it's like trying to uh, the distortion is breaking up at a certain mm -hmm. volume and that's mm -hmm. what gain you know the dudes from uh do you know that band no, that's an amazing band. Though. It's fucking fucking amazing band name and great guys. Uh, well, dude, but yeah, they they were using Hughes and Kettner, like little oh, those small ones. Yeah, yeah, they sounded great, yeah. man. Like yeah, and we're, we're like fuck, maybe maybe we should get fucking just smaller tube amps, you know? That yeah. was a, an option too, but I I don't think uh, I don't know. The Kemper just has like all lots of cool options, I guess, but. My favorite like was uh, my studio too. So you know, yeah. Do you use them in your studio for like direct in for recording and stuff, or do you? Yeah, like I'll I'll make my own Kemper profiles, like with amps and different mics that I have here, and that's what I use when I go out on tour, like having like my own sound, you know. Um, yeah. So, but I don't have to bring like I don't know a fucking twenty five year old discontinued amp, you know. what I mean, like on, yeah, yeah. on tour, and. uh no customer so, support. Like you're yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Parts so, are out of date. Yeah. I responding to my email. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Um it's just easier, but yeah, I do like using the studio. I like using real amps in the studio, but um it's cool to like profile your own stuff and then bring it on tour too. Right. That's one thing yeah. I've always noticed about like uh people always talk about like I like the tube amp for the the, the air push on stage. It's like people always, you know, like tubes are always going to be best because they can feel it, blah, mm -hmm. blah. But also, too, a lot of people are like, well, I like to use them in the studio, though. And there's no, like, real air push. But you can, like, nerd out. That's one thing about Kemper and Fractal and stuff. And what's that other uh, quad cortex? You yeah. can, like, sit there and you're like, eh, I want a, I want a diesel instead. <laughs> you can yeah. totally change your sound and it's like a rabbit hole of just like mm -hmm. like and because you'll never be satisfied with your tone it's just like one of those things like you'll always change at the time you might be satisfied but like it's just the guitar players like qualm is that you'll constantly get like eh, i could make that a little bit sicker dude if i just get on my computer and change it around <laughs> like, you know what i mean that's the one thing that like i think the conquest to find the perfect tone and never actually getting it is why things continue to move on yeah get better you know it it, it we're never gonna get there so we're always gonna keep searching and it's like it's we're not old Ingvay Walmstein that's like oh, oh, to trail, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Malmsteen's like, dude, I'm using the JCM eight hundred uh, yeah, from like shit, age thirteen yeah. until like I'm like yeah, ninety yeah. now. So I mean yeah. what what is kind of cool about the camper is like there's other aspects too. It's like where I can I can amp or uh mic mic and amp capture it and then I can tweak it like with yeah. different EQ and and gates or whatever and just get it like a different sound to it or like a more polished mm -hmm. like studio ready sound that i can or the even the sound guy can't fuck it up unless he's just like making changes for no reason you know what i mean totally. so just i don't know so so, so there's a question I've, I've always had that i'm just curious what you think charles is like basically like blending like like an amp guitar with like the fake guitar kind of thing and it's like it seems like people are kind of like that's like not done like there's like a phasing problem and stuff and it just, uh like, well you gotta you gotta put them in phase um yeah, yeah. but so, yeah. uh 
Yeah, I mean, I've I've done that on records something. that I've done. I've I've done like an actual like amped uh, guitar okay. with with a couple with a couple tones maybe or a couple mics maybe, and then blended it with some like plugin, you know. Okay. So so, so you kind of like it's it's the what well, Casey's that's probably getting at is Casey's probably like relating it to triggers and then having like the yeah the mics but I don't know but I'm saying that's like that's like the train of thought though is like yeah. having the the fake sound with the real sound yeah, and like yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 you use a real yeah. real mic and then you gotta and you use triggers yeah. together you gotta yeah have a snap of the trigger stick drums and triggers are like blended all the time yeah yeah so like live or recording depends you know but like basically like i just kind of always thought with guitars why, why, why can't you blend like the fake with the like the, like a mic to guitar and like i i just have heard a lot of people say that it's not a good idea like and it's not kind of usually done it's usually like one or the other and i don't know why nah, I heard that, but... fuck them <laughs> okay <laughs> finally Someone you, you can do whatever the fuck you want man like if it sounds good yeah you know? i mean yeah yeah i'm in that uh, camp too yeah, I mean, I've I've done, yeah, done both. I've nice. done different amp tones together. I've done, you know, like a real amp tone with a fake tone. You know, I don't know. Or, or My favorite is like is the is the amp nerds. It's kind of like it, I've seen that with done with alcohol as well as like the the vodka nerds, and they blindfold them and they're like, okay, one's a Kemper and yeah. one is a fucking tube amp. <laughs> it's up to you to tell me which one is. And they were like wrong, like eighty percent of the time. They were like. Oh, that's tube for sure. It's like, nope, that's camper. And they're like, what the fuck? What's going on? Yeah. Like, they were like, complete, it's like, uh, I saw the the one with alcohol. The guy was like, it was like a Mythbusters where they got like shitty vodka and they ran it through like a uh, one of those, uh, we purify water with it, the jugs. What do you call those things? Like a Brita filter or something? A Brita. They did yeah. a Brita like seven or eight times hmm. and then they, they poured it out and they just had him take a shot of like the $200 stuff and the $15 <laughs> stuff, but ran through a Brita like five times. And they're like, oh, this is the two hundred dollars stuff. And it's like, no, that's the cheap stuff. Huh. <laughs> it's like now I'm no. just gonna buy cheap vodka all the time. Right through Brita. <laughs> Brita. Now you guys all know the secret. Yeah, yeah. that's I think how you, you do it. You ruin Britas pretty quickly. But also, like, videos on the internet can be deceiving, so you got to check it out. For that's yourself, true, dude. Dude, I'm not battleforged enough. <laughs> so now you got to drink a bunch of vodka by yourself. Oof. I gotta test it out. Yeah, I'm just yeah, testing. I'm, I'm just, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm just testing. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, dude. Well, <laughs> god damn it, Charles. I'm super stoked god you came damn. on finally, dude. God yeah. Damn. Thanks, guys. That's fucking cool. You, man. like I said, like your face, like brings me like into the comfortable back when I was just starting <laughs> out playing shows and stuff. Yeah, like, like it's it's totally a trip. Like. Every time sure. I, I've seen you a few other times, I'm like, I'm just like, oh, hey, hey, dude, come over here. I'm, I'm glad come over here. That, that's something that I remember. I think Josh from Cattle to Cap told me the same fucking thing at some point. It's like, I just feel good here. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. We, we don't even know each other like that well, but like, totally, totally. This is funny. It's like but experience wise, though. It's like seeing each other like a lot over the years. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So you guys are uh, writing new shit right now. And yeah. you're producing and, and engineering a bunch of stuff. So, um, is there any kind of like timetable for you guys being done releasing anything? Not sure. Um, like we want to have like a new single or something out for a tour we're doing in the fall, and then a new album, probably not until late twenty. Who are you touring with in the fall? 
Oh uh, yeah, remind me again. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, fuck, up. fuck off. Everyone <laughs> 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 will find out soon enough. So it's cool. And if it gets oh, yeah. canceled for some stupid reason, then I won't look like an asshole. So, yeah, 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 yeah. so I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> be cool. Um, but yeah, uh, that's I mean, probably hopefully a new album in 2024. So hell yeah, fuck we're, yeah. Sick, we're trying. It's just like it always takes a long time, man. And and usually where I get hung up is on lyrics because I yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, yeah, I might take a different approach on lyrics because I feel like I I don't know. For a long time, I like you know focus on I don't know about you guys, but like I focus on like a lot of negative shit, and I get a dark place. And then like as I get older, it's like I don't want to fucking do that anymore. Right, like it gets fucks with you, and uh, you know, and you have to like, like sing about it every time. You're like, oh, yeah. that's the dark place I was in. Yeah, exactly. It was like yeah, going yeah. through a really fucked up time, and I have a song about it. And it's like I don't really, I really want to sing about that shit every fucking time. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or, or like it's like I've, you know, I've explored certain topics. It's like, do I need to like, I don't want to explore them over and over again. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And then it's like at some point you're kind of like. How, how many times can I say how fucked society is? <laughs> like, you know, like I was right, like, fuck. Right. Like, I I, know. it's just a. Uh, I'm man. a writer too, dude, and yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like doing you know, Yelp reviews. Be like, I went to this restaurant. Fucking sucks. <laughs> it's all <laughs> fucking Yelp reviews. <laughs> That's why I do the old dude. school obituary method and just growl on the microphone. But then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. you'll get an idea during all of that that you actually back which recently i have gotten and i haven't told casey yet but i kind of have this new idea that i wanted to add to the newest odious stuff that we're Uh putting together right now dude and i I think there was one part of it that didn't really have too much uh uh detail that i thought that needed detail and it just popped in my head dude and i think it'd be a cool thing so we're gonna talk i'm gonna talk to casey about it and yeah, dude. Like, but writing. You, you, you want to share that idea with me? Yeah, sure. No, I went out of context. <laughs> out of context. Who, who are you sure. touring with? And then the idea at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> out of One, context two, would make <laughs> absolutely no sense, dude. It would make no sense. Girl, sleep token. Sleep token. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I understand. Um, writer's block is a frustrating thing. Um, uh wanting to explore new ideas but also there's times where you're writing dude many a times this happened to me where you're writing and you're like wait no dude i've already talked about this i've already did this in the the album from fucking 14 years ago like i already said that you know like why am i trying to say it again of, of, of course like we're gonna hold on to uh certain beliefs and ideas that uh, maybe not, but I'm just saying there's certain things that could stick with you still throughout those times that you might still want to have a statement on. But then again, you don't want to just repeat yourself. So I totally that's why early metal that. was great because it was like Satan, 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 Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a part of me that wish, there's a part of me that wishes I didn't fucking care that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I could just have fun with it and be silly. I mean, sometimes you know. I don't know. I look at fucking like bloodbath lyrics or something. I'm like, that's just fucking nonsense. And they're just having fun with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We, we all started that's doing great. mushrooms and psychedelics and shit and started wanting to talk about other things besides Satan, dude. 
I mean, Satan's still cool, dude. I'm still back Satan. I don't, actually, you know what? It's though. kind of. I don't know if it's cool anymore, dude. I think it's kind of cheesy. No, dude, dude, I, then, if you're gonna dude that makes me want to back it again even harder. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, go, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go rebuy fucking the. I mean, it's not. It's not shocking. It's not shocking at all. It's not shocking at all. Yeah, yeah. It's not shocking, and like, also, like, I don't want to fucking uphold these archaic fucking deities that are fucking fake to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like either mean. either side of it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just all silly to me. Now it's popular so. to, like, not be Christian. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's what we were all about. Like, now it's not cool right. anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, it's like, now it's not cool? Like, that's what we were... It wasn't cool. It was extra not cool when we were doing yeah. it. Yeah. Like, or, like, thinking of listening to these songs and stuff. Now it's like, everyone's just like, I'm atheist. I'm like, ah, well, now I have to talk about Now it's a fucking organized religion. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, yeah, that's my, that was my whole thing, dude. That kind of got me out of it. I was like, wait, we're now just like talking about the villain in the story of the guy that I was already trying to get away from. And now I'm fucking, now I'm back in the story. Just, just bringing it in. I'm yeah. down with the villain dude, in the story now. So, sometimes you can read deicide lyrics from like, I don't know, like a, more of a Mel Gibson uh, perspective, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're just like, <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> like, what, what is it? Like where it's kind of, yeah. like, you know, like yeah. he's just telling a story about like, and it's it sounds brutal, but it could be Christian, and you know, it, unless unless it's like something like literally like kill the christian or something like that dude yeah. kill the christian is my favorite song to play at like country bars like when they have those uh when they have those uh like the the, the touch tunes and you can just do it from a distance i'm like it's all like it's all garth brooks and stuff and just put kill the christian on and it goes hey, on the it goes on the thing it just says kill the christian and it's just, oh, and i'm damn. like I'll just walk out of there. And you totally like, don't stand so, out with your DSide shirt where you're just like what's up dude yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah they black socks to my knees actually black shorts I mean, depending on what you're wearing at the time. I mean, you got short hair, so you could probably maybe pass. I get away with it clean. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. clean. Yeah, no, dude. You're like, who the fuck was that? Not or that Santa Cruz shirt. Be like, whatever, dude. I'm just trying to surf. I don't know. <laughs> <what's going on." laughs> Wait, what country bars are you hanging out in? Fucking. I don't know. This is like back. I mean, I used to do this all the time. Actually, um, my favorite. What, what I used to do is like when that touch tunes thing came out. The one thing I did was there was all these hell's angels at this bar. This is fucked up, but I'm, I'm glad I survived. But um, there was no music. There was no music playing, and uh, this gnarly dude walks up to the jukebox, and the I, it was just like 2014 or 13. Like the, this is brand new technology that you can control the jukebox through the internet, like that they're at. Yeah. And he was sitting there just going like all tough, and I put on in uh, sync. Bye bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> and he's all, "What the fuck?" He started looking around. And he started going up to everyone in the in the in the pool hall, going like, "That wasn't me that put that on, dude. I swear to God, I put on Pantera, dude." I put... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, oh, so you did it with you to make it look like it was that guy. That's I was waiting for him to start touching shit, and I was still like, in sync, bye bye bye, dude. <laughs> Here we go. That's awesome. So, what oh he God. put a dollar in, all you got to do is put like two dollars in, and you can swipe his spot. Or oh, I, sw yeah, I swiped him immediately and was just all yeah, like, he was yeah. just still typing the song name, and I was just all like, in sync, dude. So this is what you're picking $2, right now. It's so worth two dollars. <laughs> oh, man. He uh, might have not been Hills Angels, just in case anyone's watching. Watching him walk around apologizing <laughs> to everybody, dude. That, I ended that, up telling him that night that I was like, it. I did that, and he bought me a drink. He thought it was hilarious, but um, nah, oh, really? Thing, dude, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I had because I was drunk and I was like, thought it was funny, and like, I was like, with a, I was with someone, I was like, shit, we might, this might actually be trouble. 
<laughs> I had my, but I don't think he knew the technology. So I was like, he doesn't know the tech. He doesn't know that I swiped him. Like he has no idea. This is 2014. It's uh -huh. not like a, like everything's all easily accessible to change anything you want right now. So right. I got away with it clean, but um, yeah. So it's funny to do. And that's what uh, like uh, in Sacramento, I remember going there and there's like a, a country that's a huge fucking, like there's like 50 pool tables and you see people going up there and just like all country and then a hip hop song would come on, people would be like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Like, <laughs> oh, like pissed off. And then I was like, "I'm gonna put on like, kill the Christian." <laughs> I'd put on like, kill the Christian from a distance, just be like, "Kill," because it just it would scroll the name of the song throughout the bar, just like mm -hmm. it says, "Deicide, kill the Christian." We'll just go through, <laughs> and they would just walk around, just like just, everyone would just be all quiet, like no heads would move. They're just all looking around, like all uncomfortable. And I was like, "This is my favorite thing I've ever done." I think this is my this is my crowning would you stay still did you would you not move to the <laughs> oh music too, just to blend in like a chameleon no i no i would do i would do like i would do the whole thing like what the fuck is this like yeah I'll yeah, yeah. Oh, of course sure you gotta that. play that role like i don't want to die yeah <laughs> that's great dude. act all confused like ew dude who listens to this where's lincoln park or fucking garth dude fuck this shit yeah. <laughs> where's yeah. garth dude <laughs> where's garth we need him but anyways, Charles, <laughs> back to the thank you very much, brother. Um, yeah, thank you, guys. You shred on guitar. Really I'm all right. That's cool. No, you're really good. You're really uh, good. It's, it's all right. Take a compliment. You're no, really good. I, I, don't, I don't do that. <laughs> it's bad. Dude, you're, so, you're such a shredder, dude. You're so good. Yeah. You're like one of the better shredders. We got a question, guys. Well, oh. The question: What drummer has what pushed drummer you the most? is pushed from pushed? Ian? Sick drummer. Uh, James. He's got a current. Oh, James. Our current, our current drummer, James. Yeah, that's a good that's, answer. Good answer. I, if you said I mean, an old drummer, James would have been but but hurt. No, he he would have been bummed, but that's the fucking truth. He fucking okay, okay. I he's the most creative drummer. I feel like that we've had. I mean, I we we had good drummers, you know, like, um, but I don't know. He just would take it to new places and nice. he's got a different perspective like i don't know um like is he your first sick drummer <laughs> uh not according to who's been featured on their site but yeah i don't get it <laughs> but yeah that's cool so he's he's like he's like more of a is he younger or like he's younger than i am yeah so he's like he's like 52 or something yeah <laughs> exactly you know <laughs> That's cool. I, still have, so he's like, I still have more hair than him, so there's that. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Shots are fired. <laughs> nice. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he's great, man. Like I don't know, he just has like a little more of a jazzy feel, and I kind of, I mean, always wanted that, you know, perspective yeah. in the band. And uh, you know, uh, Scott was great. He was more, but he's more like traditional death metal drummer and. Um, Ken Badani played with us for like a hot minute, like did a tour. The uh, again? Yeah, from a from a okay, board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's great. I just at the time, like I I don't know, like uh he's just kind of fucking off and doing whatever he wanted. <laughs> like was Scott uh, the guy that was in Morbid Angel for a little while? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, yeah, I know Scott. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's still in the band or not, but I, I know he did. I don't think he year. is, but okay. uh I remember he like got off stage after we saw him and I'm like, what the fuck? He's like stayed at my house like twenty times. I'm like you're in the fucking morbid. I had no idea you're in morbid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was cool. But yeah, but yeah. So you, but yeah, man. You guys like 
farts? You guys like farts? I'm do, we like, do we like farts? It's probably in this. Joel, yeah, Joel's just and it, and it with a fart, man. Just fucking rip one right now. Oh, oh, dude, just, no, I can't. Dude, I, he's in a I, surge. He's in a surge vortex right now. Yeah, I'm surging for you, dude. Well, I can't wait, fart on, right now. Honest, butt. honest question: How many of you guys are actually wearing pants? I got. I, have, I, have candles, I just, I just I figure shorts. everyone would just. If I did this, I would just never yeah. wear pants. Like oh no no for work I wear like a nice pants. or a suit top with like a tie and have not just for podcasting you just be like no, oh, yeah. just either you know oh yeah no I'll put on like fucking like basketball shorts I stand up to go pee too many times and I just be like <laughs> all right dude I'll be out of here guys <laughs> oh you have the cleanest out though you have the cleanest out for me I have to walk with my whole ass like in the background if Casey doesn't like zoom in. My so, whole act, like whatever I decide to wear on my bottoms, it's like you're gonna all see it. So, I could like just military roll outside. Right. Yeah, you could do a sideways roll. Just yeah, really, you guys wouldn't even know, dude. Joel can't. I'm the only it. one that has the fucking walk of shame, dude. You guys both have side outs. <laughs> Anyways, that so, was your yeah. decision right. to set your camera up and or your computer up in that part of your room, dude. Well, I'll do it in my closet next time. All right. <laughs> Well, I'm doing it in the fucking industrial warehouse right now. So. <laughs> pretty, pretty metal, brother. Metal, brother. All right, let's wrap it up with uh, Battle Forge Coffee. Let's do that. Oh, wait, wait. do I need to be here for this? <laughs> All right, let's do it real quick. We'll do it. Like, oh, two hour plugs, man. Go quick. Right? Our plugs are two. We need to like pre record the plugs and just play them well, part of the intro. You need to do that, dude. <laughs> yeah, we start. It goes way too long. High, hindsight is always 2020. All right, there. Uh, we do uh, the yeah, Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Buy a t shirt from us, calidepodcast.bigcartel.com. Uh, we never say it, but come watch it live on Twitch every Thursday night. Twitch.tv, CaliDeathPodcast.org. I don't fucking know that one. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Go find <laughs> us on Twitch, dude. It's there. I know if you search us there. Um, thank you. Thank you, Charles, for coming. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, uh, buy merch quick, and stuff. Buy the Abysmal Dawn merch. Where, how are we going to find it? abysmaldon.org.edu <laughs> oh yeah google that shit dude just All fucking right, just use go. the internet like use you guys the, know how to use <laughs> uh we have uh well there's a direct link on our instagram and Facebook with like all our links and shit, like a smart URL, URL. tree or whatever yeah yeah so yeah. like if you go on uh you know uh instagram.com forward slash abysmaldon facebook.com forward slash abysmaldon You'll find all, all our links there. And yeah, that, that pretty much pretty much covers it. Someone invented yeah. those for this exact reason because it becomes tedious to be like, here's my list of things. Just go to this one place, dude. Right. Link tree. But or, even, fuck yeah. like that. even before that, just Charles, Google, dude. <laughs> Charles, I love you, buddy. Thanks for showing up. Yeah, go, go, to, go see suffocation <laughs> abysmal dawn playing in the in the past nah. make sure you got 1.21 gigawatts all right fuck it some of those banana peels in the flux capacitor oh shit dude that's a good end i love, it, I love that and <laughs> i love all you guys we'll you next thursday this was badass and rock on have a great weekend yep All right.